Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the first episode of the Marjan Chem Chem podcast. And today I have a very special guest, one of my very close brothers, close friends. As you can tell, we're not not the same mother, but, you know, brothers in Christ. Yes, um, sir. Justin Houghton. Welcome him, everybody. Happy um, to be here. <laughs> but uh, before we start, I'm going to lead us in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for giving us this platform and this opportunity to just you know, spread the gospel, to point people towards you. And I pray that whatever is spoken today, Lord, is done for your glory. Allow the Holy Spirit just to move through both of us, Lord, to bring this message forward as we talk about the Ten Commandments, as we talk about personal things as well, and as we just dive into the Word and just give our opinions and and the things that we, we need to say, Lord. And I just want to give you all the glory. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Right. Bless God. Yeah. Bless God. Bless God. All right. So, Justin. Yeah. Welcome to, you know, my first podcast. Um, I mean, I, I used to have a, another podcast. I'm yeah. not going to say the name because it had to do with other other areas of life that were not based on the Bible or were not grounded in Christ. But today is the start of a new, I guess, new endeavor. I mean, I already have a YouTube channel, but I felt like I needed to, you know, relaunch this podcast and mm. who else to do, who else to do the first episode with than, than with you. Honored, so, bro. So honored, honored. Um, but anyways, we want to know and want, we want to get to know who you are. All right. Okay. So, so what, what's your name? How do you pronounce your name? So it's Justin Houghton. Houghton is H-A-U-G. H-T-O-N, okay. Houghton. No, yeah, and, so. and where are you from? Where were you born? Born in Jamaica. Oh, um, okay. And was in Jamaica, early stages of life, moved to Riverside, California, which is actually where we're filming this. Yeah. Now, um, in 2010, um, 2010 is 2017, high school years, 2018, mm-hmm. went to UCLA, met UCLA. Marjan. Yeah. Graduated last year. Mm-hmm. Now. Now you're here. 2023. But- Looking good in his suit, you know. He thank came you. out in his suit today. Thank you. They had a the message is for God, so they had to put a little yeah, little something on. on there. At, at least we're wearing the same same, same color. color. Gray. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. Anyways, um, speaking about God, um, we want to know, um, maybe just like a little testimony. Yeah, you could go in depth as however you want. Um, we have a lot of time. So All right, um, let's go. Yeah. Um, um, so where did you start? You know, where did the faith start for you? Yeah, I think this is that's a good question. Um, so I, I'll go back. So going back to Jamaica, you know, my grandpa was a pastor, grew up in Jamaica. And uh, when we came to the States, we came here really on a on a uh, on a chance to really not knowing if we would be able to stay. My parents came pursuing citizenship. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we when we got here. As a young kid, I had three younger bro- brothers at the time. I have four. So going up, we, we had struggles, mm-hmm. especially on a financial level, because if you don't have your, your green cards, you can't legally work in certain capacities. So uh, from 2010 to 2017, th- things were tight. During that time, you know, my my father, he had some health complications. He had open-heart surgery when, mm-hmm. I was, when I was two, and God preserved his life. And my mom, she had breast cancer oh. um, uh, when... In 2011, the year after we got here, so um, she got through that, and then my my father as well. He got through his uh, he had a heart attack and a mini stroke. 
uh, mm-hmm. going going through. So he had some. We had some health scares, you know, mm-hmm. having young kids and potentially losing your parents yeah. and not really having any foundation yeah. in the country upon which you're inhabiting mm-hmm. can be a bit difficult. But you know, God sustained us. the The church community that I was a part of was called Mount Ribado Seventh Day Adventist Church and. Mm-hmm. That community really poured into us. It was a black church, and mm-hmm. uh, individuals in that church we could look up to, and I had a lot of role models in that church. So they really poured into us, helped me mm-hmm. take my SAT, mm-hmm. took us to a thing called Pathfinder. So that was really a unit. But going through all of that, when it came to faith, uh-huh. it it was more of a practice, than and more of a more more religious and just uh-huh. repetition. I'd always call it. I, I had moments where I sought God. Uh, but a genuine living, breathing relationship with Christ, that was more more fictional. Mm-hmm. So going off to college now, I had been given this great opportunity to go to, to school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I applied to four UCs, I always say. I applied to UCLA, UCR, UCSD, and UCI. UCSD rejected me, UCR rejected me, and UCI rejected me. Mm-hmm. Only UCLA accepted me. Uh, oh. So it wasn't, it oh. wasn't, it wasn't a hard choice. Yeah. You know, so God, and people ask me that before I got into any schools or UCLA, you know, where I wanted to go. And mm-hmm. I always said it was UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I wear those four letters, it's more, more than the school. It's more like yeah. I believed in God, you know, provided based on that belief. But yeah. So when I got into college, things were, things were, uh, I, I, I really sought God because I thought he, you know, I knew that he got me in. So I, I pursued him, and within that pursuit, I was a bit academically um, in academically in not incapable. I'd say more academically. I doubted myself academically. Mm-hmm. So coming in, it was it was a, it was a challenge for me because I didn't think I deserved to be there. Mm-hmm. Right? I had people who were a lot better than me at school, people who were a lot smarter and higher GPAs, and they didn't get in. So I was yeah, like, why do I deserve yeah. to be here? And my first six-week program, it, you know, I was able to, 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 to do well. I, I got all A's, and it felt great. I kind of proved myself that I, I do belong here. Mm-hmm. And then entering the fall quarter 2018 is when, uh, you can say the training rules are off because that was a summer program. Yeah. And in the midst of that, I had really taken on my financial burdens because I had to take out Mm. some loans Mm. and, you know, in reflection upon how my parents struggled with finances, I had, I had really, I'd really thought that, uh, it would be, uh, it wouldn't be progressive to my success to have any form of debt. Mm -hmm. So I was very serious about staying out of debt and I had to take out out loans. So I got a job and so I had this job and I was doing school and the, you know, the social pressures of transition. And when in the midst of that, I kind of had a, uh, a, a a slow degradation because I had fall, fell behind in my classes, and then uh, within that I had, you know, started falling behind spiritually. Um, I ended up quitting the job because my grades are falling, mm. and a lot of things were happening, and I can't really put a label to it. But I fell into a deep depression mm. in the midst of this this transition, a lot of lies, a lot of insecurities. And within, within this transition, uh, things got really bad for me in that I ended up going to the ER twice. Mm-hmm. was almost 5150. Um, felt like hell on earth, really. And in mm-hmm. the midst of that chaos, uh, I always say, 
Um, God never gave upon me and my family never gave upon me. And that's kind of where the hand of Christ, as I reflect, mm-hmm. came in to direct me. Uh, but yeah, I ended up pretty much dropping out of school. Um, November, like three, like week six, week five and six, I pretty much left without intent to return. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, I got help at a 10-day program, um, the Nedley Depression Recovery Program um, was where I got help, got opened away, found mm-hmm. the resources to send me, and it was there I really found Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I found I found my healing that would then lead to me finding Christ. Mm-hmm. So the turning point, I'd say often I read this book called Telling Yourself the Truth. You know, the Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And that's really what happened for me. Uh, and read that book, and it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I believe lies mm-hmm. that the enemy were feeding me that led to my destruction, and I had to replace those lies with the truth. So that that was a, a turning point, and then I was able to recover mentally and get back to school in the, in the January. And an, another significant turning point was my beginning to read Proverbs. So mm-hmm. the, the the doctor that it's really let out on the program that helped to heal me had said that uh, there's 31 problems in the day, and if you mm-hmm. read one each day, you know, you'll be in a good place. So mm-hmm. I kind of experimented with that, and I just read the, the proverb associated with each day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, today's the 11th day of the of the month mm-hmm. of March. Re- read the 11th proverb, mm-hmm. right? So, and you can't go outside the calendar because only 31 calendar days back. Yeah. So just did that, and that really opened my eyes to wisdom, mm-hmm. knowledge, understanding, as I would say, and it helped me to make better decisions. Mm-hmm. And within that, I read even Proverbs 31, as I put it, and that kind of opened my eyes to what I wanted in a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a high standard, but I thought of all the women in my life that that mirrored that. And mm-hmm. Janae, her name is Janae Gooch. She's my now fiancé. Yeah. Um, but at that time, she had those qualities that mm-hmm. I said, okay, she, she's loving, she loves God. She yeah. really loves God. So I pursued her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Proverbs even, you know, gave me insight there. Um, when I really found Christ now, so I read Proverbs and I was like, this is, this is crazy, you know, mm-hmm. it changed my life. Uh, this is only one book out of the 66. So what if I read all 66? So mm-hmm. in the September of 2019, I got a three month Bible plan off the version Bible app. Mm-hmm. And it was there I decided to, read the whole Bible. Mm. And I always say when I read the whole Bible is when I came to a knowledge of who Christ is mm-hmm. and had a, it no longer was a religion. It became a relationship Yeah, and Christ became real to me. And I'll, you know, when, when somebody encounters Christ for the first time, it is a, it's the only thing they can talk about because mm-hmm. what really occurs is understanding of the gospel, which is, I'd say, listen carefully, which is, knowing that you deserve to die mm. and he died in your place. Yeah. That you earned, just like he's earned money, you've earned death and Jesus Christ has died in your place. Like if I commit a crime or murder right now, go to jail, the the, the cell door can be opened if Marjon stands in that cell mm-hmm. legally because he's taking, the, somebody has to pay. Mm-hmm. So Christ has literally taken my death on the cross. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to know that, but to fully believe that and to live in that, it's transformational, mm-hmm. you know, it's transformational and it's a fire that spreads. So yeah. a new believer is a powerful tool for yeah. the kingdom of God. Yeah. But in that time, all I could talk about was, was, was Christ. And, um, yeah, you know, when, when that happened, COVID followed shortly yeah. and I had to go back to the screen, mm-hmm. um, 
the screen environment regarding just being on the screen all day. And there were numerous temptations that, yeah. that you know, had to fight during that time. Had, I fell at times, and um, but the Lord's mercy sustained me. And going through COVID, took the MCAT. Medical mm-hmm. school was the goal. Pursuing psychiatry mm-hmm. as the as the career choice, and um, you know, with that pursuit, ended up ended up you know applying to medical school. But in the midst of it, I realized that I may not get in, so I need a backup plan. I you know I I applied for all these jobs and. During that, that was fall 2021, and with it not really knowing what was next, kind of being stagnated of not realizing where I'm going to be ending up post-graduation, I decided to seek the Lord. Mm. Um, And that's kind of when I did a fast with my brother Marjan here, and we we had some moments together that Mm. I don't think could be... effectively described. Yeah, for another for another day. Yeah, but you know, we, uh, we during that fast, I you know, I I sought the Lord and he opened some doors. And now I work in finance as an investment analyst and uh also got to medical school, but I kind of put that on deferment for a while. But uh yeah, that's a that's a bit of a, sh- a short summary. Well, not that was a short in any capacity, but that's a bit of a, a way of God's leading up my life and where I am today. Mm. Wow, thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. <laughs> very, you know, all these testimonies are always powerful because, you know, just by looking at you, you you wouldn't be able to tell that, oh, this person, like, had depression at one point and was near their death. And it's just incredible to see, like, no way, that, that wasn't, you'd think that that wasn't the case, but it just shows, you know, how how transformational, you know, the power of Christ is in our lives. Amen. And just to comment on that really, you know, really quickly, in summary, you know, went to college, like Martin's almost died, was on the verge at times of, you know, suicidal ideation and all those things mm-hmm. and gave up on life. Mm-hmm. Christ restored my life. I took two quarters off yeah. holistically for everything. I graduated on time. Mm-hmm. You know, financial, financial stress was a big thing. I graduated debt free. Mm-hmm. God opened the way for that. Mm-hmm. Another story of how he did that. You know, I graduated engaged. I graduated yeah. you know, with a great job. I graduated with acceptance in medical school. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, not saying these things to, I didn't really earn any of these things. It's God's mercy. Yeah. I worked for it, but you know, God poured his blessing into my life. Yeah. And not that when he takes hold of you, it's going to look the same as my life, but yeah. he transforms you. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. That's yeah. a lot. And that's a lot. Just looking back at it now, because, you know, I, I've heard these things before um, mm. when we would have our conversations, but maybe not to this depth. Maybe mm. it's something about the podcast that makes you uh, go more in depth. Cause I didn't know you're, you know, your, your father or your mother had health complications and mm. they're doing well now, right? They're yeah. doing really well. I mean, they're healthy, um, up and running and, you know, families, you know, all together and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, praise God, praise you know, God. Praise for God. all that. And just to kind of give like a, a background how, of how we met, I'm not going to go like super in depth, but like me and Justin met in 2021 when at Catalina Islands, pretty much, you know, the the day that I really truly gave my life to Christ. So when that kind of happened, I could see now that God was like placing people in my life. Like he placed mm-hmm. you, he placed just all, you know, the whole community at InterVarsity. And with that process, like he removed people from my life as well. So me and him got to know each other at the tail end of 2021, 2022. Um, just, and now we're here in 2023. So yeah. man, that's a, that's crazy how, you know, time That's crazy. flies by. That, right? It's over. It's been over. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That way. So yeah. now I'm here too, you know, um, believer in Christ. And 
Um, for me, this is a monumental day too, because I was actually thinking about, you know, after, you know, this weekend, I was going to go listen to my first ever podcast that I did mm-hmm. when I wasn't in Christ and just kind of see, you know, the difference of you know, how I spoke. Um, and I don't know, I don't know how that experience is going to look like, but I know it's going to be a good one. So, but with that, um, you know, we wanted to also today share with all of you, you know, just something that um, Justin has been studying. I, I briefly studied it for a little bit uh, these past couple of weeks, but I wanted to come here kind of like with a more so an open slate. And we have an expert over here, uh, Justin, who's been studying the Ten Commandments. And he's actually been leading um, like how many studies, like like a couple, like I've two. Done, I've done, a, I call it two official, but two. I've done three to four more on the side can yeah. combine. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Justin's been really, um, God has been like really pressing on Justin's heart to, you know, go in depth about these topics. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the Ten Commandments, um, I just wanted to ask, so where did the inspiration originally come from for studying the Ten Commandments? Yeah. So that's a great question. One of my mentors, his name is Dr. Ricardo White. Uh, we do this thing on Friday nights on the Clubhouse app called the Psycho Bible Hour. He's a psychiatrist. I studied psychology and biology, so it's we're looking at a psychological lens of the Bible. And mm-hmm. one, okay. of, one of the one of the studies that we went over was birthed from his mind, called the Ten Laws of Power. Yeah, um, really adapted from the book 50, 51 Laws of Power, Fifty Laws of Power. I think it is from who, like Robert Greene or Robert Greene, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that it was adapted from there. Yeah, and really consolidating yeah the, the real Ten Laws of Power that yeah. makes us powerful. Mm. Um, is the Ten Commandments, yeah. right? And, you know, we're going to define how, what power means in that context, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of where it came from. So it was birthed in the mind of my mentor, okay. Dr. What was, what was his name? Uh, Dr. Ricardo White. Dr. Ricardo White. So this is our advertisement for him. So go check yeah. him out. Where do we find him? Mastermindinstitute.com. He uh, he has a, that's his, he, pretty, he, he makes products to help um, heal the mind, really, and mm. get you on track with your purpose. So I'd, mastermindinstitute.com. That's uh, that's awesome. where you can free, find them. We have no sponsors, but you know, there's our <laughs> free. Yeah. Every podcast has ads. Yeah, yeah. So, but this is part of the conversation. But so, so, anyways, um, so we have the Ten Commandments. All right, we asked you where we you got your inspiration from. Um, but when studying the Ten Commandments, where do we start? You know, what what is a good starting point for that? No, that's a great question. Uh, so, you know the the Bible. The Bible we know, uh, Genesis, Exodus. So mm-hmm. this is the second book. Yeah, we 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 get this picture painted of the children of Israel, who who have been in bondage for over four four hundred years, mm-hmm. and through their deliverer Moses, they they are able to receive this freedom. So mm-hmm. they're in bondage, and they enter the the wilderness mm-hmm. of Sinai, and they're below Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. um, and God decides to appear before them. So a key thing here is, you know, we, we know that God in the first page of the most Bibles we see, he spoke the earth into yeah. existence. And, you know, after speaking the earth to existence, he speaks, you know, he, he speaks and says, let us make man our image. Mm-hmm. So we have this great God, this powerful God who just says things and it becomes, and then he decides to appear before these people mm-hmm. and to speak something in their ears and all of the people's hearing. So it's very critical to realize the words he's about to say, yeah. you know, are to be paid of careful attention. Mm-hmm. One, because he's God, but two, because in the way he's doing it, this great deliverance has occurred and everybody can hear what he's about to say. Yeah. So what he's about to say is, is of significant importance. Mm-hmm. And 
what he says actually he writes with his finger in, in stone tablets, mm-hmm. even more so. So the symbolism there um, makes these words very significant. Yeah. So that's the setup for it. Oh, wow. So, now, you know, when you say that one, something that comes to mind, the, the words that come to mind is the fear of God. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I know this is a word that is kind of, um, for a lot of people, there's a lot of tension because mm-hmm. a lot of people grew up in the churches where super religious, they use the fear of God as a way to, you know, be more so punishing others. But mm-hmm. um, how do you explain to somebody like what the fear of God is? Mm. Yeah, I think the things we're about to talk about today are, if you listen to what the things we're going to talk about today, you're going to leave with a much deeper understanding of what the fear of God is. Mm. But to answer that question, I think we could answer it um, after we go through at least the third or fourth commandment. Mm-hmm. So let's let's circle back to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So first one. All right. Yeah. So um, I have my Bible here just to make sure the scriptures are accurately read. Mm. But Exodus 20 is where things, things begin mm. and... As I said, this is, you know, God sets up this great deliverance and he speaks before the hearing of all. And it says, uh, and God spake all these words saying, in verse two it reads, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Um, thou shalt have no other gods before me. So the key, the, the commandment really mm-hmm. is thou shalt have no other gods before me. Um, but it's connected to the previous verse, which says, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have brought you out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. I'm Lord thy God. So, to start there, what we can, what we can really look at firstly is he begins with I'm God who brought yeah. you out of something, right? So, um, to summarize this commandment, we could say put God first. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Put God first. Like this is we know old people uh, often say you know put God first, yeah. but this is really what the commandment is yeah. saying. So. I'll ask some questions too. So, you know, what, what is, what is bondage? Bondage. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Bondage to give a, I guess a personal example. If like for me, this is something I know a lot of men struggle with is lust, um, PMO Mm. and stuff like that. And bondage to me is like, you want to get out of something you, you really want desire to get out of it. Like you desire not to be lustful, to not partake in these, these habits that, no, that are sinful, but you just can't, and you're just like shackled. And there's for you, it's like you can't escape it. So that's what bondage yeah. for me is. Yeah. So and that, that kind of mirrors what the mm-hmm. children of Israel were in. They were in this mm-hmm. great bondage, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. They're in this okay. bondage mm-hmm. in in slavery in Egypt for all this time, and they yeah. they needed deliverance from this mm-hmm. bondage. So let's 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 focus. So the key, the two key questions we're going to be circling back to is how does this relate to power? Um, and how are the commandments connected? And then we're gonna. The third one is gonna be the fear of God mm-hmm. because it's really the underlying theme of yeah. a lot of it. So we're gonna touch on that one in time. But how? Okay, how is this related to power? Mm-hmm. So when you're in bondage, do you have more or less power? You probably you have less. I okay. Would yeah. So you can't get it. You can't get out. Okay. Um, exactly. So you know, in this context, you can think of power as more control, mm-hmm. right? Freedom. Yeah. You know, when you're in bondage, you're not free. Yeah. Right? So we see God says, I am the Lord thy God who has delivered thee out of bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, in this deliverance, has he given them more or less power? I think, I would say the act of it okay. kind of gives them power. Okay. But um, I feel like they have the same power. It's just, not for me, God has a power, right? 
Yeah, well, power oh. like over like being a slave. Yeah. Or, a, a yeah, sl- yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. You, they have more power then. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, they're free. Yeah, right. well, free, yeah, free from the bondage of being a slave to, yeah. to the Egyptians, which is what they wanted deliverance out of. Well, mm-hmm. we can kind of bring it up further to where we are, right? So yeah. bondage, you know, in, in the Christian church, you know, Christ died for our sins. Yeah. Um, so it's like when we're a slave to our sins, we're in like bondage to it, right? Mm-hmm. And this commandment really first ties to how Christ has freed us from our sin, mm-hmm. right? And how we have been, we have been given power in the context of not necessarily control like our own will, but really con- being controlled by God's will. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so when, when we say power, the children of Israel um, were in this. In, so God is really saying, firstly, I've delivered you. I've made you mm. more powerful. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I've, I've set you free from something that you yeah. had no control, you know, ability to, to have uh, any choice in mm-hmm. you know um does that, does that make sense so far yeah, okay yeah. so you know so i'm the lord that god has delivered you out of house of bondage um thou shall have no other gods before me mm-hmm. so you know what is the most powerful being in the universe god uh, of course uh, what is the most powerful <laughs> thing in the universe is this a trick question no it's not god god you know okay. so it's like <laughs> what so a very interesting thing whatever we placed our attention upon, we kind of, afford, you know, becoming its likeness. So yeah. oh, okay. one way to think of the first commandment is, you know, put me first because I make you more powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, so like, do you want to go back into that bondage that yeah. you were in? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think that you were in a state of more or less power in that bondage? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we're going to, we're going to go through. Okay. So let's, let's pause there. What is, what does it mean to have power? What does power mean? Uh, I would say it's like, I guess the freedom to to do what you choose to to do. Yeah, to yeah. to an extent. Yeah, yeah, freedom to choose to do what you choose to do. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think you know it, it, we have to look at it differentiated from the world's yeah. idea of power, oh, okay. um, and also like the idea of you know that what God would consider as power because yeah. all, you know God giving us power doesn't wouldn't mean that we can just do whatever we yeah. want. Yeah, you know that wouldn't make sense, but. Yeah, in this context, mm-hmm. um, just contrast it to bondage, yeah. right? Like not mm-hmm. like being a slave, yeah. you know, and being free, being free from that bondage, mm-hmm. right? And how that there's more power in, more power and control or choice in that freedom, yeah, right? So God's like, it doesn't make sense to put anything else first mm-hmm. because if you put anything else first, you're going to be robbing yourself of mm-hmm. power. Yeah. You're going to be pretty much going under the yoke of another mm-hmm. Um, of a different, you know, form of form of bondage. Pretty much, you're going, yeah. you're going back. So, um, yeah, that's the that's the first one. Mm, I see. Yeah. Um, just uh, thinking of like you explaining that, like it kind of brings me back to like stuff that I've been going through like these past mm. couple of weeks, mm. and how God has been showing me. Like, like you said, you know, what we give our attention to is like what we give power to, or what we pretty much our attention is a form of worship. Mm. And that's why, like, this world right now is, like, full of so many distractions. Because yeah. that the devil's so smart. He doesn't yeah. need to kill us. He just needs to distract us. And when he distracts us, when we put our attention on other things than other than God, like, we're, worship, we're making those things our God. And for me, like, a lot of the, the mental things that I go through is, like, I'm always thinking about lust. Yeah. I, I realize that. Like, just things of this world, you know, like, trying to be famous or thinking 
putting so much focus on money. And God has been really showing me that, you know, when you put your focus on those, that you're worshiping those things. Yeah. Like, those are your gods. Yeah. And when you, and th- this past week, I've been, just been like, you know, taking in that principle of, you know, I'm going to focus on God, you know, the, the things of heaven. I'm going to focus on his qualities and just using my mind to honor him. And th- this past week has been like really good just because like, I, I realized that when I get distracted, that's, that's when I'm worshiping something that is not God. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You you said a few things. Uh, you know, when when we are when we're under the control of God, mm-hmm. right, um, and putting God first, we can even start teasing the fear of, the fear of the Lord here. Yeah, you know, when like whenever something has power over you, do you have control over it, or does it have control over you? Oh, you have no control. You have no control. Yeah. So. Right. When when God says, "Do not be afraid," mm-hmm. right? Perfect love casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. When He says, um, "You know, faith like faith and faith and fear kind of conflict with one another." Yeah. Whatever we fear controls us. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So the fear of the Lord mm. really is having God control you. Yeah. Right, that's what the fear of the Lord is. Having, letting God, giving God the permission, yeah, to have control over your life, because whatever we fear Mm. controls us. Oh, okay. You know, I remember when I was in college and I I had a test, Mm -hmm. and I was afraid Mm -hmm. of um, of failing the test. Yeah, and I feared more what failure of the test could Mm. result in more than I feared God and His law Mm -hmm. to do the right thing no matter what. And in the COVID environment, you know, the temptation to use uh, Shag or use a different platform yeah. is there, you know. And that fear of me not being able to pass was greater than my fear of, mm-hmm. you know, what God was telling me to do. Whatever. So that, that fear was controlling me. Yeah. The fear of the Lord, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom mm-hmm. and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Um, and the Bible also says, you know, the duty of man is to fear God. Yeah. And to keep his commandments. So we, when we fear God, it just means that God has control over us, mm-hmm. right? We're, yeah. we're giving God control over our choices. Mm-hmm. You know, we're submitting to His control, to His power. Mm-hmm. He He is the source of power. Yeah, we're inherently not powerful. Yeah. He makes us powerful. That's yeah. important. Yeah, to to really identify like, but we're made in His image. Mm-hmm. But if we put anything other than Him first, yeah, we're robbing ourselves of that. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. Yeah, like the imagery that comes to mind when it comes to, you know, and there's a fear of God. And when the, you know, children of Israel were in Egypt, mm-hmm. like they were afraid of the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. So when that fear, like of them getting whipped and stuff like that, it's like the imagery that comes to mind is like, wow, that fear does like control them. Mm-hmm. It's like they're bowing down to the Pharaoh because like they're afraid. And instead we should be, you know, bowing down to God and, yep. you, know, you know, having this you know, fear of God in, in that way. Hundred um, percent. The fear of God is all throughout the Bible. Yeah, um, and it's you know it's a it's a respect for God, and it's also like an acknowledgement of His power and yeah. His control, like in His His, his sovereignty. Um, not in the context of you know being afraid of a mm-hmm. person who's going to yeah. try to kill you. Yeah, He yeah. loves you. Yeah, right. But um, in this in the context of power, I think that can be helpful to think about the fear of God. Yeah. So um, transitioning to the second commandment. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I kind of know it in my head. Okay. Um, it says, in those kind of long, it says, Thou shalt not make thee any graven image, mm. anything of any likeness in the earth, to mm. bow down to it, because I'm a jealous God, you know, visiting the iniquities of the mm. third and fourth generation. Yeah. Um, and showing mercy unto... Uh, you know, yeah, show to the uh, visiting the iniquity of the third and fourth generation, but uh, showing mercy unto thousands, mm-hmm. uh, unto those that uh, love and keep my commandments, um, love me and keep my commandments. So that commandment a bit longer, a lot is here. Yeah, but initially we say, I, I'd summarize this commandment as, you know, God saying, "Don't compare me to anything." Mm-hmm. Uh, one way my mentor had put it was, you know, when we when we com- compare God to anything, we diminish his power. Yeah. Like we, like, cause oh. if anything that he's created, we kind of compare to him. We, we, we start to misunderstand how, how much greater he is than that thing. Yeah. Um, and once again, like anything that we give our attention to, we kind of become it. Mm. So, you know, God is not to be compared to anything. And when we do compare him to anything, we rob ourselves of, mm. of power. Because, like, remember, putting him first is what makes us powerful. Yeah. He's a source of power um, to make allow us to walk in freedom and to allow us to walk in our purpose, mm. you know? So we're only robbing ourselves when we, one, compare him. And a beautiful thing is brought up here. The Bible says, visiting the iniquities of the third and fourth generation, mm. but showing mercy unto thousands. So the miraculous thing we see compared here is three and four mm-hmm. to a thousand. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so God's justice, we sort of a just God, a loving God, yeah. and a merciful God. We see God's justice being com- being compared to three and four, mm-hmm. and His mercy being compared to mm-hmm. thousands. So beautiful. So yeah. we have a God that's going to hold people accountable, mm-hmm. but if you love Him, you repent, you keep His commandments. His mercy mm-hmm. is, is so much greater for you, and it can cover your... Your yeah. transgression, yeah. you know? So um, it's really encouraging. Like, if you didn't put God first, mm-hmm. okay, now you know that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. You're hurting yourself and you're hurting others. If you think about mm-hmm. it, the right thing to do is put him first and he'll, yeah. he'll forgive you for when you didn't, mm-hmm. right? That's And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's something we find in Christ. A- amen. 100%. And just to um, even dive deeper into that second commandment, thou shalt not make an image and stuff like that. I, I see a lot of that today. Like, I know we're, we're making this video and stuff like that, but this is like a moving image of something. And I wanted to specifically point towards, you know, like social media, like Instagram, uh, movies and stuff like that. Because this is something that like I've been like thinking about. Like, um, a lot of the times we can give our attention to like people on the screen, like mm. you know, famous people like celebrities or something. Just because like it's, it's an image on this on the screen and again, like what we give our attention to is like what we worship. Mm. And something I've been thinking about is because I was like this a lot, like before I met Christ and even like a year or so, like in Christ, like I was idolizing, you know, works of men, like even like, you know, men of God, like I was idolizing like celebrity pastors, preachers. And before Christ, I was worshiping or giving a lot of focus on like, you know, famous people like that said good things that like were portrayed in this big way. And I, I started to conclude like, wait a minute, like this is kind of like tapping into like something I shouldn't be doing. Mm. Like even God come out like this. I know we still, we use media for a lot of good things, but again, like these are images that we're making of, of, of things we're turning into to gods. And, and another thing that like I was thinking about, like, why am I giving my attention to like, these famous people that they don't know me. I don't have a 
the only relationship that we have is that I watch them on screen. That mm. I might pour into their views or give them a little bit of money. When instead we have like a, a powerful God that, that knows us. Mm. It's like God knows us. We know God. It's like that relationship is ultimately like more satisfying and deeper. And it hurts us when we're like focusing on just not him. No, it, it, but that's one of the key key messages here, brother. And I'm happy you said it the way you said it. When too too often we are we are fed the idea that if we pursue the Lord, mm-hmm. we are losing something. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the farthest from the truth. That's actually the lie. Mm-hmm. Is the distortion of truth. God, we're only robbing ourselves of life, mm-hmm. of of happiness, of joy, of power. Yeah, when we break God's commandments, mm-hmm. and this study you know, especially for people who love God is to be encouraging that the world will make it seem that if you choose him, mm-hmm. choose the Lord, choose Christ, you're losing. No, mm-hmm. you're gaining. You're actually, start, you're, you're ending the cycle of you stealing from yeah. the gift of being made in the image of God, mm-hmm. right? So um, you're only hurting yourself and mm-hmm. you're, and then you end up hurting other people too. Yeah. And that's why God has to put an end to sin because yeah. you're, it, it's destroying the, the, beauty, the beautiful things of creation. Yeah. Not only um, yourself. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. Because everything we do has consequences to us and our community. And that's exactly what number three is about. Mm. Um, everything we do has consequences to ourselves and the community. This commandment, I think, is often the most misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And often the reason why people, one, leave the church, yeah. don't want to go to church, and also um, don't want anything to do with God. Mm-hmm. Um Every Christian is guilty of it in some capacity, some yeah. more than others, but this commandment's uh, deserving of meditation here. So mm. I'm gonna, just because it's, I have a piece of paper here that kind of summarizes it. It says to, well, I guess it's not on here. Well, it says to, thou shalt not take the name of thy Lord God in vain. Mm-hmm. Because God would not hold him guilt, guilt, uh, guiltless for he who takes his name in vain. Um, that's that's a interesting thing to say, right? So, thou shalt not take the name of thy Lord in vain. What does that really mean? What do you think that means, Marjan? Um, that's that's a tough one to unpack. But for me, what it means to not use the Lord's name, at least as a personal level. Yeah. Because um, back in the day, I used to like. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Like, I'd be like, you know, I got a prophecy from God or something. Like, I would speak, say that, oh, this is from God's name or something. Yeah. And also, like, you know, praying for things that aren't supposed to be, like, for me. Mm. Like, using, like, prayer, like, you know, in Jesus' name, I pray for this thing. Mm. Basically trying to force something to happen that's not in God's will. For, yeah. for me, that's my idea of taking his name in vain. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it ties in, but mm. it's a deeper thing than that. Yeah. And so I gotta I gotta use the Bible for this one because I don't memorize that part. But yeah, so the the, the verbiage the verbiage was get it here. The verbiage was Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord that God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So if we go to Proverbs love Proverbs, Proverbs thirty, um and this is by Agur, funny enough, is one of the Proverbs written by somebody that's not Solomon. Mm. But in verse 6, Proverbs 36, it says, or 
Proverbs 38, it says, Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient Hmm. for me. Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor, keep part coming up, and steal and say, and and take the name of my God in vain. Lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Lord, don't give me too much or too little because I don't want to misrepresent your name. Mm, okay. I don't want to do something that doesn't represent who you are. Yeah. Um, so much is here. Mm. When we bear God's name, it comes with a great responsibility. With yeah. great power mm. comes Com- great responsibility. You know, so he's given us his great power, mm. one being made in his image. Yeah. He's also given mm, us this true. great privilege mm-hmm. to to bear his name as mm. Christ's people. Yeah. And when we have this great name upon us and then we sin, we when a when a pastor who bears this great name mm. molests somebody. Yeah. When a church member st- steals from somebody, destroys mm. their family, they're they're bear, they're bear Christ's names. Yeah. So often people say, I don't want to have anything to do with Christianity because yeah. Christians have hurt me. Yeah. This commandment is the reason why people don't believe in God often mm-hmm. because they take the name of the, the Lord in vain. Yeah. They take this holy name yeah. that they've been privileged enough to bear and they misrepresent God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's it's a, it's a serious issue and tying into what you said, you know, mm-hmm. this is really, really profound. Mm-hmm. The biggest lie um, often often propagated is that if I'm doing something it doesn't hurt anybody, I can mm. do it. Yeah. If no if it's just me between me or even me and another person, like it's not mm. hurting anybody. You know, there's nothing farther from the truth. Firstly, we see in the Bible the destruction of all humankind began <laughs> with yeah, somebody one person. one person, right? Mm-hmm. So our choices not only affect us, it literally affects everybody mm-hmm. on earth. Yeah. Beyond that as you put it, Marjan, you know, our, the things that we do when we are Christ people, we bear God's name, right? They affect, they affect people who look known and unknown who look look to us, right? Yeah. As people who bear this name, so be mindful of the things that you know you do because they don't only affect you, mm-hmm. right? I think that's played out well in Scripture. We see that. Yeah. Our choices go far beyond our own lives. Even mm-hmm. it said previously, the you know to the third and fourth generation of those who commit, yeah. like it's pretty much saying like your choices go beyond your life. Yeah, it really goes into eternity. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that the book shall be opened, and every every man must give an account to everything that mm-hmm. he's done under the mm-hmm. sun. Right. So this commandment is really teasing out. You are, you are he- you are held to a higher standard when mm-hmm. you when you bear this name, and it's like a sword. Yeah. A powerful sword. And too often, instead of using that sword for good, Christians use it mm-hmm. to hurt other people and wound people. Yeah. And people don't want anything to do with God. Yeah. And and this um this power is also like abused sometimes too. Because you're like, you're not just because you know, I'm doing this thing mm. under God's authority or something, even though it's like totally off mm-hmm. and just kind of abusing like using that as a reason or using that as like telling people that so that they believe you they believe your authority because you know, you know, I have the Holy spirit, you know, I'm doing this under God's will. So if I'm marrying these five girls or whatever, at the same time, that Mm. means, you know, 
it's what the God wants and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's people misrepresent God. Mm. They misrepresent God, and this misrepresentation, God is going to hold people to an account. Yeah. Um, and it causes so much destruction. Mm. So some themes going so forth, put God first. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to put anything other than God first. Yeah. Does it make sense? Like, just before that, like, what, what are some... Oh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, later. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's more rhetorical. No, it doesn't because you're yeah. right. Like he's the most powerful being in the universe. Why would you put, why would you make anything else less powerful first? Mm-hmm. Right. So put God first. Don't, this powerful God, don't compare me to anything. So we see, put God first, gives God glory. Yeah. Right. Don't compare God to anything, gives God glory. Mm-hmm. Represent God's name well. Mm-hmm. Bear his name. You see, like, you know, like, Kem Kem, like, I have Haughton. Yeah. You see Curry's name. You see LeBron's name. Like, yeah. like put some respect on my name, mm-hmm. right? Like, people say, like, when, you're, when your parents say, you bear our name, go out and, res- you know, bear our name well. Like, a man's name is, a, a man's name is often associated with, you know, his reputation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we see, honor God's reputation, right? So every, all three commandments have been honoring God, yeah. you know, so far, Um yeah, you you had a comment, and or you want to go back to it another time? Uh, nah. Okay, no worries. We can move on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we see that. So very important here: the fabric of our lives as we know it, right, are inextricably linked to these commandments, mm-hmm. and it would be impossible for the sustenance of life to one occur without God. Mm-hmm. You know, if if God were to be removed from existence, it wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. He made it. Yeah. Um, and if God and like the, the the misrepresentation of God's name, the consequences are are beyond disastrous, yeah. beyond catastrophic when it comes on to the rippling effects and the destruction it creates. So, mm. so far we see that these commandments are not ordinary words. These yeah. are words that we'll be studying for all eternity. Yeah. It would be impossible for us to, as mere men, fully understand the depth of them. Mm. And as it should be, because as human beings created by God, if we were to understand everything of God, you know, explode. It would explode. So, <laughs> perfectly put. So, just, just have reverence and thought as you think about these things. Yeah. So, as we go, these things are not things that should be put to the side, mm-hmm. especially as believers. Yeah. So, transitioning now to the to the fourth commandment. Fourth one, and this one's one of the more controversial ones, I would say, within like the the Christian faith. You know, uh, it is and. It's funny. It's funny. I think it's funny. You know, it's like the one commandment that God started with remember Yeah, is the one people often forget. Mm. It was more prophetic. That's the way my mentor put it. Like, mm. it was prophetic. God's like, I know you're going to forget this. Yeah. Remember. First yeah. word is remember. Yeah. Um, I'll read it for us here. It reads... He's fixing the laptop there. Um, so this is the fourth fourth commandment. It reads, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy master, thy manservant, thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. 
Um, so a, a lot's going on here initially. You know, we see labor and work. We see creation. We see, you know, maid servants, male servants. So let's start with just labor and work. Marja, what do you think it means to work? All right. Um, for this season of my life, for me, work is like doing schoolwork. Um, it could be like doing your job, like your nine to five job, taking it home with you mm. on, on your laptop and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like, like what consumes your time, you mm. know, could, could be thought of or yeah. what, what brings forth your, your sustenance. Yeah. Cause as a student, you know, your, your studies are kind of what keeps you a student. Yeah. So it's like, what sustains you often think, you know, what, mm. what do you, propagate most of your time towards in the daily course of life mm-hmm. you know per your per your necessities to live yeah and do what what's required of you so it can take different meanings but i think if we do an analysis of our time and mm. you know per day in the week we can see what is our what, what is our job yeah um so whatever that thing is god is saying make sure you take time away from it yeah um you know, I think going back to the first commandment, putting God first, it really, it really is a tool against idolatry, mm-hmm. um, first and foremost, because if we take time away from it, we're making sure it can't have any, you know, it can't become God. Mm-hmm. You know, God yeah. is God. Um, so how does, how do you think this relates to power off the, off the, just off initial, initial scope? How it relates to power? Yeah. How it relates to power? Um, it gives you like... A day, okay, out of the week to just focus on God and kind of refocus and the or I guess the power that the work might have over you, mm. like the responsibilities of work. You know, you could set it aside and be like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to do this today. Yeah, so it doesn't have control over you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's multifaceted. There's many, there's many angles to it. Yeah, work doesn't have control. One one way my mentor put it, he, he brought this up. You know, it, it's actually two commands in one. Mm-hmm. It says, "Remember the Sabbath day. Six days shall thou labor." Mm-hmm. So it's like that's also a command. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to work six days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're kind of earning that seventh day. Yeah. It's like you've you've like worked those six, so you have mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. You know, often I think people like don't fully work. Mm-hmm. You know, the the full six. Um, and I'm not advocating like to be workaholic, but you yeah. know, it's like, like why you're earning, why are you really taking this, this, this mm-hmm. day? So that's, that's another side of it. But beyond that, it goes on to really identify, um, the inclusiveness of the Sabbath. So mm-hmm. like the, the, the Sabbath is not an ordinary thing in that it, it, it exists outside the spectrum of, of, uh, of access typically mm-hmm. to, to most people. So it's also from my, the way my mentor put it, but you know, r- like high value real estate, mm-hmm. right? Like, and like coastal real estate in Beverly Hills, right? Like these aren't things that people can access. We went to a, a, a mansion, mm-hmm. not a mansion, like a, 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 a was it a beach house? Yeah. Off, yeah. In uh, Santa Monica, it was a very expensive house, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we can only go there because somebody that, went to the church that we knew, knew somebody who knew somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And like we got in there, but even beyond that, like stuff in Beverly Hills and like you got, you have to have a certain amount of wealth. Yeah. Right. Um, the Sabbath is, exists in the unit of time, mm-hmm. right? So we have, it's like a pizza slice in time that all people have access to. Mm-hmm. Instantaneous access that they can 
connect with this holy God. Yeah. Um, that God has made sure that they have access to him, right? Mm. This, this, this God that made them. It's really a privilege. And yeah. it's more anybody who desires to engage in this, this, this holy Sabbath um, can choose to do so mm. and, and, and really lean not upon their own strength. So yeah. we have to also be of acknowledgement that when we, when we take the Sabbath, we, we're saying my ability to work my ability to sustain myself, my ability to do what I do is not because of my own strength. Mm. It's because of the strength that God gives me, right? So like, mm. we're kind of like, once again, making God, honoring God. Yeah. It's like, you're saying God is the reason why I can do these things, mm. right? So I'm taking this time to show that he, I, the reason that I can do it is not because of my own power, mm. right? It's because of his power. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's 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 what's the first first half of it, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then it gets even more beautiful mm-hmm. because this 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 commandment goes much more deeper than than work because it also talks about creation. Yeah, um, we see that the Sabbath was instituted after creation. Mm-hmm. So God made makes the heavens and the earth in six days, and the seventh day He rested, um, and right after He does that, He on the sixth day, he says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him. So we, we have this powerful God who who speaks the earth into existence. Mm-hmm. And then he he decides to create us after that. Yeah. That's amazing, mm-hmm. right? Like we, 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 we are infinite value. We are met, we are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And that, there's nothing more valuable than God, than the Son of God, really, mm. um, who died for us. So that's an also expounder value. Yeah. But we, we've gotten this great value and this great power because we made His image. And the Sabbath reminds us of that. Mm. It reminds us of that. It, it reminds us that He created us, mm. right? He created, not, he, the, he, it is the Lord, Psalm 100, it is the Lord who has made us and not we ourselves. Mm. What is the first thing? that we've observed even in our institution that you want, you do when you want to remove God out of a space or out of a thought of men. What was the question? What is the first thing that you think that people do one and that you would do if you wanted to completely remove the idea of God from like, from like, people's lives? From like, um, just the world? The world, yeah. Like what was the fir- what would be the first thing that you'd... Yeah, try to get rid of. Probably the idea that he created... Exactly. The idea, if you, if, you, if you want to destroy a building, you can just destroy it from the yeah. foundation. Genesis is the foundation yeah. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. If you go to our institution right now, UCLA, it's propagated that we were not created. We just came, came from off, monkeys. We came from monkeys. Yeah. Um, which excludes the idea of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, once, you know, there's no biological mechanism that shows one kind of thing. It just shows the addition of DNA. Yeah. So that's another topic. Not going to get into that. But yeah. and for one thing to become another kind of thing, you need the addition of information. Yeah. And there's no biological mechanism that can add information. So, yeah. And it's never been observed of one kind of thing becoming another kind of yeah. thing. Bacteria becomes more bacteria. It doesn't yeah. become anything else. Anyway, yeah. so if you want to destroy the Bible, you, 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 you postulate thoughts that yeah. inhibit the idea of a creator. Yeah. So 
we are reminded that not only is he our creator, mm. but he created us in his image. Yeah. Let's, let's look at suicide, right? Mm. Suicide postulates that we, like, there's no purpose in life. Yeah. Like, there, you have no value. And it's, there's no, there's no, there's nothing worth living for. What is more purposeful than being made in the image of that mm. which creates purpose? Yeah. Like, <laughs> suicide is literally the antithesis of life, mm-hmm. which is what God has given us in the beginning, yeah. being made in his image. Like, the, the highest, highest honor to be made in his likeness. Mm-hmm. There's no higher honor than that, mm-hmm. right? So the Sabbath is a, is a weapon against that. Yeah. It's a rem- remember. Yeah. This remembering this remembering goes beyond just God. This remembering is for you, yeah. right? For your, for your benefit, for your power. Like, you know, when we say power, what I'm really saying is God's power enables you to walk in the purpose he has created you for. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you rob yourself of that power, you, you subjugate yourself to a state of inhibiting your purpose. You're inhibiting your ability to achieve what you were created for. Mm-hmm. You're robbing from yourself. It doesn't make sense to steal from yourself. Mm-hmm. Only a fool only a fool would say in his heart, there is no God. Mm-hmm. Only a fool would put aside the commandments of God because it only benefits. Yeah. Um, you going to make a comment or? Oh, no? Cool. Okay. So, so, so far we see, put God first. Makes us more mm-hmm. powerful. He's the most powerful thing. Don't compare me to anything. I'm, I made everything, first of all, mm-hmm. and you're diminishing my power and your power as well. Bear my name well. Mis- don't misrepresent me because you hurt other people and your choices mean something. <laughs> it means a lot. That's why we have problems. Why, why do we have suffering? Because of mm-hmm. bad choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then honor me with your time. Yeah. Honor me with your time. Mm-hmm. That's the most valuable asset in this life. Mm-hmm. That's why God gives us eternity. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have our time. How do we honor God with our time? keep the sabbath Mm -hmm. it's multifaceted yeah give me glory for your work i made you i allow Mm -hmm. you to work i created you in my image remember that Mm -hmm. don't forget that yeah it makes you more powerful too yeah you can walk into a room knowing that i'm made in god's image Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's legit yeah (laughs) you can't you can't take that away from me Mm -hmm. no matter even if you kill me yeah right um the controversial part is Marjar brought up as if you can change the Sabbath or if you can choose when it is. I would say, like, oh, can you choose when the Sabbath is? Like, so here's the thing that always, like, the Sabbath, mm-hmm. you cannot change. Like, honestly, like, it's just something that's, like, set in time. But, you know, people can argue that, like, oh, I Sabbath on this day or I Sabbath on this specific day. Which is, I think, like, yeah, you know, take a Sabbath. But it's not the Sabbath. It's not, like, the the day that God was, like, you know, this day is, you know, holy. Mm. And this is something that, like, for me, started to make sense. Just because, um, you know, I used to do, like, you know, witchcraft and New Age stuff. Like, even people who do it, they know about the Sabbath. They Like, it's crazy enough because, you know... All, all of witchcraft is just, you're just like perverting God's wow. processes. And they use like Saturday, like this day, hmm. like to to rest from their spells. To make, it's like, it's, there is a reason behind it, you know? Mm, so That's deep. That's deep, bro. Um, 
yeah, I, I uh, it's 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 important to to um, think about origins of things. You know, yeah. like the reason the reason why the reason why people keep the Sabbath on Sunday today yeah. in in three twenty four A D the Catholic Church changed the day from Saturday to Sunday um, because the Pope at the time um, thought it was a good idea. Um, so this, the same Sabbath that Christ kept is the same Sabbath today. So that's if you want to historically do it. But yeah. is it so the question has become, so is it, am I going to be lost in hell if I don't keep the Sabbath? Mm. The Bible says God winks at our, uh, at our ignorance. And it mm. also says, you know, um, we're saved by belief in Christ. Yeah. So I'm not, not, not going to subjugate to say that yeah. you're, you're going to be lost forever. That's for God's judgment. Yeah. But we see beyond just the keeping of the law, the, the pure fabric of, of existence is so, is so linked to the first three commandments. They're yeah. of so high importance. Yeah. Is the fourth of any less importance? Yeah. Especially when it says to remember it. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Mm. You know, so this, and are we robbing ourselves? Uh, like, is this hurting God or is it hurting us? Mm. Well, both. Because, like, how I see it, it's like, you know, in order to be saved, yeah. you just have to have, you know, your faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. Which means you don't have to necessarily read the Bible. You don't have to pray. You don't have to hang out with believers. You don't have to fast. But, I mean, like, when you have, like, your faith in God, like, by doing, you do these things naturally, like praying, like the f- fasting or hanging out with believers. It's just, it's an expression of your, your faith. Of love. Of, yeah. Of love. So God says, if you love me, you should. Hmm. Well, well, let me finish. Well, keep my keep commandments. Keep my commandments, yeah. Um, two greatest commandments. Yeah. To love God. Love God. To love people. Hmm. What are the first four commandments? Hmm. Love God. How to, like literally yeah. how to love God. Yeah. So like people are like, oh, I love God. But how do you, like how do you love yeah. God? You put him first. Yeah. You make him first in everything. Mm. Don't compare him to anything. Realize where he stands. You honor his name, mm. and you honor him with your time. Yeah, like that. Those are tangible ways to love him, right? So you don't necessarily belief in him is what you need to be saved. Mm. But if you really love him, mm. irrespective of like the arguments of men, yeah, pursue the truth of God mm. and the desire to to carry that out. You know, mm. easier said than done because yeah. you know we're we're born in sin and shape iniquity, and I don't think. You know, well, people say you can't keep the law, but I can do all things through Christ. So I mean, (laughs) but um, we're not we're not we're not benefiting ourselves when we try to put God's word to the side because the Bible says the the law of the Lord is perfect. Yeah, Um, it only makes us better. So yeah, yeah, and and for me, like uh, early on in in my faith, like this was like I felt like God was telling me like, hey, um, like every weekend or whatever. Like for me, like. I know that the Sabbath is, you know, Friday night, Sunday, what, sun, or Saturday. Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. You know, that, yeah. that's a, the Sabbath. But for me, God was, like, impressing my heart. Like, hey, like, take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off from school. Like, Sunday's not the Sabbath, but it's, you know, the Lord's Day. It's, you know, why not? Just an extra day. Just take a break from, from school. And you could imagine, like, only having four, four and a half days to do schoolwork. Like that, that's like crazy. Like that's crazy talk. But just throughout like my, you know, my early journey, like I would use those like days where I honor God, like to do work for him, like work that I couldn't do mm. like outside, like I'd still, you know, like Saturday, Sunday or Friday night, like still like do stuff like this, like do work that is honoring God. And yeah. like, I've been doing that like my whole, my whole time. Like, yeah. And yeah. I have not failed a class yet. 
and it's been like yep. refreshing because it's like every because once I know like Thursday, like when Friday it's Friday, I know like you know I have a holiday basically. Mm. Like these, <laughs> I have a holiday. It's like a, a day for me like to just to rest to yeah. take a break from like the worldly world stuff and just like it's a day to praise God. You know, like I don't have to worry about. I'm not gonna think about school. You know, these yeah. days and yeah. it's just like it's also putting a lot of trust too. Mm. And knowing that you do have time mm. to do it. Cause like I've had, I'm like, I've had times where I'm like, Oh, I should do homework on, on, on this day just to like catch up. But God's like, you know, I feel it. I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to take a break. I'm not going to do like, like schoolwork. And you know, I still have time to do it. And God just gives me like strength sometimes to understand the, the coursework that I didn't understand in class. It's like, it's like a miracle. It's like, how did I understand like this now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that been my experiences with, you know, just really giving more time to God mm. like in this way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes us more powerful, mm. you know, makes us more capable. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, like, the, yeah, it, it gets controversial yeah. um, as all things that men put their hands into. Yeah. When the spirit of legalism is the operation upon which one pursues God, mm-hmm. you kill his son. Yeah. The yeah. Sabbath was the reason. Yeah. The yeah. Sabbath commandment, you know, because Christ did not keep it in the yeah. way upon which they thought yeah. was supposed to, which they, you know, you can't even run on the Sabbath for yeah. them. You know, it resulted in them, we should kill Christ. Yeah. The literal son of God. Mm-hmm. Insane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we see God saying, you know, my father is always working. Yeah. In the Bible, we also see the Bible says God, Christ says we can do good on the Sabbath. Yeah, um, and it, you know if you're if you're if your mule fell into a hole on the Sabbath, mm. we we should pick it up. Mm. You should so show, show you can heal on the Sabbath as well. Mm. Um, so I think it's a balance of we should not throw away God's law because yeah. Christ said I did not come to destroy the law mm. but to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. So we don't take a half glass of water, yeah, and throw it out. Like Christ just came to make the glass full. Mm. All right, so we we analyze like God's commandment is from the creation of time. Yeah. So it's not supposed to be done away with, but at the same time, we shouldn't pursue it as the Pharisees did. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that didn't work out too well. Yeah. Right. So I think the spirit of discernment and wisdom, you know, should lead, lead believers there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you love God, you know, your goal is not to please men, but to please him. Yeah. You know, this is what really like, if you love God um, and you know, I need to work on doing that better. Cause I, I break his commandments every day mm-hmm. in some capacity, but mm-hmm. um that's what he says. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was, those are the first four. Okay. I think there's, there's so much beauty in those yeah. and, you know, so much depth. Um, I'm excited about the first four, but I even get more excited about the, the okay. next six because of just the, the layers to it. I'm mm-hmm. practically loving other mm-hmm. people because, mm-hmm. okay. you know, that's also what we've been called to do. And I think there's a lot of value there that people often overlook. Mm-hmm. But, um, number five, and number five. One second. Oh, you're good? <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, you can edit that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. You don't have, have to. to. You don't have to. It's all, all good. It's all natural. I love it. Um, I'm in Genesis right here. Uh, <laughs> talking about the beginning. Exodus 20. The Bible is so beautiful, man. Um, Exodus 20. Um, fifth commandment, verse 12. Mm. So beautiful. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother, 
that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Christ says it as the first commandment with promise. Mm-hmm. You know, we see God use the word honor here. Yeah. He doesn't say word the word love because some parents do some very horrible things to yeah. their children. Mm. Very horrible things. It's hard to love somebody in that, you know, forgiveness is there, but honor is respect. Yeah. You know, what is the first interaction you, you have with God? Me? Yeah. Like ever or? Yeah, ever. That's hard to say because it's, it's really not if you think about it on a basic level, but like when I, I mean, when I was a kid, okay, but I would, okay, I'll just take it to, you know, my, my conversion back to Christ. Okay. My, my first like real interaction where I'm like, I know God was like, was his hands are behind this is when, um, I first encountered him when I was, you know, in jail and I was praying to be freed mm. with the, you know, condition that I would like, preach the gospel or something like that. Mm. And I was set free from something that I did that was illegal. Um, I even admitted it to the person that was, you know, the detective that was interviewing me. And But I was set free. Like, no consequences after that. Okay. So that was, like, the first, like, real, like, you know, God's hand was, like, definitely behind this. Thing. Yeah. I, 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 you told me that story yeah. on a spiritual experience level, but yeah. on a basic level, like, who made you? Oh, my parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, who's your first interaction with God? Like my mother, I guess. And and your... Father? Yeah. Father. It's your first interaction with God, your parents. Oh, yeah. okay. Right? Um, yeah. Honor your mother and your father. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is about yeah. honoring God. Yeah. The glory goes to Him. Because mm-hmm. although the power... Like, this is about making us more powerful, but when we, when we put the glory attention on God... It honors him, and that's what we were made to do. Yeah, we were made to worship. Mm-hmm. So you know, honoring God, honoring your mother and your father, your first interaction with life. Yeah, life comes from God. So when I said, yeah. you know, your your experience is, you know, that that's your first probably on a, on a emotionally spiritual level, yeah. like, you know, tangibly. But you know, the, you just being created. That's yeah. not something that just can occur. Yeah, as we've seen, He created that mm-hmm. process. And that's your first interaction mm-hmm. with Him. Mm-hmm. Um. Honor that. Yeah. You know, that's not something that just can come about. Yeah. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Life life is no small thing. Mm-hmm. Try to create, try to make something dead come alive, mm-hmm. my friend. You'll see that it's no small thing. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing. The biggest thing, really. Um, when we dishonor our parents, key thing, when we dishonor our parents, we dishonor ourselves. Because mm-hmm. we bear their name. Bear their name. What was the second question? What was the first question that we were asking? The first one? Yeah. How is it related to power? Second question, how are the commandments connected? Mm. You're kind of helping me out. Mm. You see the connection here. Mm. God did not put the first commandment first for no reason. Yeah. If you put God first, mm. you keep all. Yeah. You just said... You bear you bear your parents' name, right? That's connected to the third commandment. Yeah. You know, it's all connected. It's a stair step. Yeah. Put God first. Don't compare him. Bear his name. Mm. Honor him with your time and with your life and everything, your work. Yeah. Everything. Honor your parents, your first interaction mm. with him. Mm. We we see we see that this framework beginning, you know, this is how we love people. Yeah. Right. Um 
And there's another theme we're going to be teasing out here about, you know, being able to love yourself. Mm. If I hate myself, I can't love you. Yeah. It's because you're, you're hating the image of God when you hate yourself and others. Self-hatred is, mm. is at the root of great evil. Mm-hmm. Um, to love others, you have to love yourself. Yeah. You know, you have to love who God made you to be. And Brian Tracy talks about this in his book, you know, Psychology of Selling. But, you know, a self, the self-concept is, is a very critical thing when it comes to success. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't like yourself, you can't perform at your best. Mm-hmm. And you, you won't radiate energy or information to other people that's going to be positive or a benefit. So if, if I'm the devil and I hate you yeah. and my time is, is short, my, my greatest goal is to make you hate yourself. Mm-hmm. My goal in making you watch that pornography yeah. is so you can hate yourself. Because you know you hate it, and you know what you're seeing is wrong, mm-hmm. and you still choose to do it, oh, you're going to hate yourself. Yeah, That's why the guilt comes. Mm-hmm. My goal in getting you to sin, God has the mercy. Mm-hmm. He has the grace. My goal is to get you to believe that you're not deserving of that. Mm-hmm. Because if you hate yourself, you can't forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't forgive others. Yeah. And you you won't really love God either. Yeah. So you know this whole honor concept. It's beginning with honor. Mm-hmm. Honor your mother and your father. Yeah. It's like a law that makes it like it, it's a it's a it's almost like a um, a weapon against the issues of life. It's mm-hmm. beautiful because you honor yourself. Yeah. You love yourself, and when you have kids, mm-hmm. if that's the will of God, you know. So your days gonna be long, mm. so, like that's so much going on there. Because you know when the tables are turned, you want to receive honor from your kids. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, first interaction with God. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like a respect towards like your origins, origins. Because mm. the womb of life is like you're from coming from God. Yeah, out into this world, mm. and God uses your your parents as the mechanism of that, and like they involve them in that process of bring you like to life. Amen. So you're honoring God when you honor your parents. And sometimes like this is like weaponized in a bad way. It is. It's like, you know, I'm your parent. You need to honor. But that's not what the commandment. The commandment is to like represent God, your Mm. family. You're made in the image of God, like your skin, Mm. like who you are, like represent that. Mm. Amen. Like with, you know, God's grace, you know. Amen. So it's all about being like a represent, like your actions, your thoughts, like being a representative of God. Yeah. And, you know, when, when parents abuse kids, horrible things, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, third commandment. Yeah. On the, on high, like that's the third commandment. Right? If you just don't see it, like yeah. they're, they're, they're breaking they're, it. Yeah. They're breaking it. You've been given, you've been made in the, you've been given the ability to create life. Mm-hmm. That's a God thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a God thing, bro. Yeah. It blows, like even when you like plant a seed in the ground and it mm. grows into like, like what is that? Like that's that, that's a God thing. That's insane. You know, so God, God, so parents like yeah, they they've already they messed up. Yeah. They took God's name in vain. You have an opportunity to honor God, yeah, even if they've messed up. And yeah. to those of you who have parents who've hurt you and are still in pain, you know. It's easy to hate. It's hard to love. Yeah. Right. You're doing the hard thing. Mm. You're doing the God thing. You know, it was hard for Christ to die for us. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's one way we can bear a cross by doing the hard things yeah. in life like that. Yeah. Um, and 
even though like the sins of your parents they they go on you like it says in what was the third commandment where like a thousand generations yeah the second one was yeah, second. we never read that one but yeah um, sh- should have read that one but yeah to the third and four, he, visiting the iniquity yeah. of the mothers and father, fathers to the third and fourth yeah. generation yeah, and then showing mercy to a thousand. Yeah, so yeah. like after you, you know, like starting with you, then yeah. after you, you know, a thousand generations. Yeah. You know, be with the Lord. Yeah. Um, amen. I, I, I didn't think it was, even though it's probably out of out of circle. We read the first commandment, we read the third, we read the fourth, we read the fifth, but I didn't read the second. So I'm just going to read the second because as we go to the sixth, because I think it's only fair. Yeah. It is a bit long. Um, but the second commandment, going back, was thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image of any likeness. So graven image or any likeness of anything in heaven, or that is in the earth beneath. So anything in the sky, anything in the earth, or in the water under the earth. So anything that is in existence. Don't make anything comparable to me. Thou shalt not bow down. Don't worship it. Don't give it your attention, nor serve them. For I am the Lord thy God, a jealous God. There's a jealousy. Visiting the iniquity Visiting mercy, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation, three and four, um, to them that hate me. Hmm. So don't, I mean, if you hate him, he's going to hold you accountable to that. And showing mercy, mercy unto thousands that love me, love me, and then here's everything that we're doing, and keep my commandments. The mercy is connected to the commandments. Hmm. Um, As you're saying, yeah, you know, it, it's tied in. It's yeah. tied in there. Quick comment. You know, I, I, I'm very mathematical. So if you look at yeah. the commandments, the length of them, the first commandment's kind of short. Yeah. Second commandment, it's like kind of long. Third commandment's a medium size mm-hmm. or small. Fourth one, Sabbath, is kind of long as well. And then the last few are kind of short. Yeah. I mean, the, the length doesn't determine the importance. They're mm-hmm. all important. Mm-hmm. But um, something I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Any other comments on the on the on the honor your mother and your father? Uh, no, no. But, okay. Um, on the second one, since we're like yeah, similar, going back. Yeah, uh, go ahead. So, what are some common things you would think like in that we would make gods out of, or that we would make image out of? Like, just on money. a general perspective, money. money. Mm-hmm. You know, money, sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but like on a more tangible level, cars. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that could be an image, like this any physical thing. But I think when it says graven image, it's like anything. Like it goes beyond just a physical thing. It's yeah. like anything that you give your worship to. Yeah, like in your mind, images in your, in, in your mind. In your mind, anything you give your like your time. Mm-hmm. It's connected to the Sabbath, right? Yeah. So I love great questions, bro. Um, back to the connection, your time. Like what? Like how do you? How do you? How you spend your time really shows like what's first in your life. Yeah. And also, how do you spend your money? Mm. You know, your your checkbook, right? Mm. What's the first thing you do with your money? Tell you a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, tells you a lot. Tells tells you who's your God. Yeah. Um, so your graven image can be anything that you give more attention to mm. in every area of your life than God. Mm. Um, that you rely on. Yeah. So it's like God is God has delivered you from bondage. Mm. He set you free from your 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 slavery, mm. from your from your from inability to make choices. What what are you depending on for your freedom and your mm. and your joy and your happiness? Yeah, like that. That's also a graven image. Mm. It could be fame. It could be power, mm-hmm. like worldly power, which is important to differentiate in this conversation. It could be um, people liking you. Could, yeah. you know, it could be um, your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, it could be your body. Yeah, like that could be a graven image. 
you can literally, that's why it's second. Like God didn't make this thing second for no reason. Yeah. The order of the commandments are, are so important. Mm. Like, because once again, God decides to speak. Yeah. The order in which he speaks is very important. Mm. So don't be amiss to the, the details here. Mm. The details reveal the truth. Almost anything can be a graven image. Yeah. It's why, that's why it says anything on the earth, mm-hmm. in heaven, or in the sea. Mm-hmm. Like anything, literally, yeah. a star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, some people worship a star. Worship stars, bro. Yeah. Like they worship any people. You can worship anything. Mm. And people do mm-hmm. because the devil, like if the devil will be worshiping the devil. Yeah. Mercy. You're worshiping the devil if. If you take any attention off God, yeah. So it could be a piece of wood, mm-hmm. and it, even things relating to the body of Christ. It could be like your ministry. It could be your ministry, like you know? your wife, mm. or even like your children. Amen. Like these are things that like are so subtle. It's like, oh, you know, God's like working in me. Look how much people like are, you know, in my ministry or whatever. And yeah. You're on stage, like, but who are they giving glory to? Are they pride? giving yeah. glory to God or are you wanting them to pay more attention to you or are you pointing them towards Christ? And that's just a very subtle thing. Just because mm. God is tied into your business doesn't mean that you're giving all the glory to God. I think that's that's honestly one of the subtleties of it. You know, it's like he often uses the good things of life. Yeah. But like when those good things are first. Mm. Mm-hmm. First commandment. Yeah. Put God first. God first. Yes. Putting things in place. Like God's number one. It's okay to have all these things in the world, but they can't be number one. No. They, could, they could be number two, three, whatever. Yeah. But God has to be first always. And not to be compared in that yeah. firstness. Yeah. Because like you put you put God first, but then like yeah, your wife and your kids are like, they they replace him sometimes. Yeah. Nah, bro. Anything in earth. Mm-hmm. Anything in earth. Um, I like that. Yeah. And it makes sense with the, the order of life and like the truth. Mm. Because the, the source is God. Like mm. that's the everything else like spreads out. And when you put him first, like you're you're like relying on the truth that wait, God is the most important in all of life. Amen. Like I'm second. Mm. Like everything else that I have is second. Yeah. And it's like when we idolize something else, it's like we're confusing or having that delusion in our mind that oh, yeah. we're first, like we're God, you know? Mm. And that is a big deception mm. um, that comes from mm. just a lot of the things of this world, even like the other spiritual practices. They try yeah. to turn you into God. That's huge. That's huge. I'm happy. I'm happy you brought that up, bro. Self, like, yeah, making mm-hmm. yourself a God. Yeah. Knowledge, like, mm-hmm. you know, people worship knowledge and yeah. their understanding, human understanding too, mm-hmm. you know, what they can, can, can derive from their own thinking, which is insane. Like, how could you think something that, you, you know, you can create um, fear of God, right? Yeah, just bringing it back. I know, kind oh, yeah. of switching gears, but like, yeah, yeah. We, you, it came up slightly in your in our dialogue here. But when, so I had an experience mm. back to the whole in college thing where you know I was compromising in different areas mm. of my life, and when I really analyzed it, I was like, God, why am I doing this? It was a powerful moment. I think I shared it with you briefly, but I feared the devil. Mm-hmm. More than I feared God, mm. you know. What what I what I realized is I feared what the devil could do in my mm. life. Mm. I feared financial failure. Mm. I feared um, academic failure. You know, I feared I feared relational failure. I feared that more than I feared God. Yeah. What I mean by that, I feared what 
I feared the control those things had over my life mm. more than I feared what God could yeah. had control. And I was really putting them first. Mm. You know, I, if God's in control, mm. if he, if he has the power, if my power comes from him, it doesn't come from my, it doesn't come from UCLA. Yeah. It doesn't come from Janae. It doesn't come from Mercer. It doesn't come from mm. medical school. It mm. doesn't come from a grade in a, in a mm. like, why would I compromise yeah. on God if he's first? Mm-hmm. When and that, like this commandment, you know, that's a graven image. Mm-hmm. For me, academics was a graven image. Mm. Marriage was a graven image at one point, or sometimes still is. Mm. You know, financial success, mm-hmm. real estate. Yeah. You know, all these things that compete compete mm-hmm. for my attention. Mm-hmm. That I'm tempted to subjugate the the truth of God mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. You know, lust, bro. Yeah. Lust is men. Mm-hmm. My goodness. The strongest of men, mm-hmm. you know, put it, put God second yeah. in moments, yeah, in those moments of weakness, yeah, um, and disastrous things. Mm-hmm. And it takes one split second, one split second, and <laughs> give the devil an inch, he takes a mile, takes a mile, um, takes everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the mercy of God sustains us, mm-hmm. mercy on the thousands, yeah, he's a good God, mm-hmm. and that's what we see. We see the character of God here, yeah, um. Blessed is he who meditates on the, on the law of the Lord day and night. Mm. You know, it makes you, David says it makes you wiser than your teachers. Yeah. That's what David says. <laughs> That's a flex. Like, yeah. These are the, like, when God, when Christ says, keep my commandments, this mm. is what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, meditating on these things, what it means to meditate, mm-hmm. ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the saying? Yeah. You know, so we, power is just one word. Yeah. What about grace? What about love? Yeah. 10 laws of love, mm-hmm. 10 laws of power, 10 laws of truth. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just, like, this is just one. One percent of one percent of the millions of things that yeah. we could really focus on, but we're meditating on the, this powerful law, and mm-hmm. we're we're grabbing these truths out of it. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you, if you're watching this, you know, on your this is how we study the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's how we like we learn the truths of God and yeah. become strengthened in our faith by by meditating on God's on God's word and His law. Yeah, um, and it's it's not just also like a, a legalistic way where we have to, you know, like we're soldiers like marching. For each, it's like a, it's a change in heart, mm. a change in the spirit of like following God's commandments. Because the the thing about language is that it's so like mm. it's so minuscule. Like it, it points to something, but it doesn't describe the whole thing. Mm. And when Jesus says, "Keep my commandments," like he's pointing towards like, like keep my spirit in you. Amen. So I let me be inside you and let yeah. me work through you. It's not just like, you know, you're a robot, but it's like it's a very spiritual thing. Like keeping commandments. Mm. I, I'm happy you brought that up, bro, because I, I think I, I've because legalism exists today. The spirit of legalism killed Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so but like the fair, like so it's important. I think you know, and I, I've seen the spirit of legalism in my life. Mm. You know, I've like around my life, and even has come out like you know, not in misunderstanding. So I, I check that, but yeah. focusing on Christ is is our is mm-hmm. like you know, Peter didn't need to focus on the Ten Commandments when he yeah. was on the sea. Yeah. Focus on Christ, yeah. right? So that's where the power really comes mm-hmm. from. That's why you put Him first, yeah. right? But um, like on a tangible level, we get insights in like mm-hmm. how to really, it's like how do we do it? Yeah, like how do we? Because life is complex. Yeah, right. Life is more than just looking at one thing. Mm-hmm. Like we have multiple things to think about all the time. So mm-hmm. I think God gives us a roadmap to that. Yeah, it's but a roadmap. Uh, mm-hmm. but we at the same time, you know, we can't forget, you know, the big picture here, mm-hmm. Christ, and as you Christ, put it, like yeah. His like. His spirit allows us to keep these laws. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like our own goodness will not be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, 
we do what we don't want to do and we hate what we do. Like, so I, I'm so happy you brought that up, bro, because mm-hmm. I think I need to hear that one. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ, yeah. through, through through Christ. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if like if I'm trying to do these, like, so this is like you know, if I'm trying to do this through my own strength, mm-hmm. that's not through Christ. Yeah, I'm trying to be righteous through my own works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna that's yeah. not gonna fit the the boot. Yeah, and. Another thing that comes to mind, like when you bring that up too, is about a year ago. Yeah, I was asking God, like, you know, I want to, I want to see you, I want to see your face, kind of thing. Mm. Like He revealed him, like He didn't, I didn't see His face, but um, He showed me His power. Like, and so I, mm. I, I felt like uh, overwhelmed. Like the best way to just like this, this was the fear of the Lord. Um, this mm. was like I felt like thunder. Like, wow. like you know how like when you look at thunder, like you. There's like reverence, but it's like you don't want to go near it because it's just like so Powerful. strong. It's like, yeah. or even the ocean. It's like you, you, it's beautiful, but it's like you don't want to be in it because it'll destroy you. And mm. I, I felt that I was just like, mm. I'm not. I'm never gonna ask that. Ever. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. ask for something like that ever again because I was just like, even the Israelites, right? When God was like coming over the mountains, they're like, oh, don't let him come bro, near us, bro, bro. He's gonna kill us. Bro. Like, so after God reads His commandments, yeah. it says, and all the people saw the thunderings. Yeah. Mm. The thunderings, yeah, the thunderings, yeah. the lightning, yeah, and the noise yeah. of the trumpet. This was yeah. no ordinary event, yeah. And the mountain smoking, mm-hmm. and when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off, yeah. and they said unto Moses, "Speak thou with us, yeah, and we will hear, but let not God speak with us, yeah, lest we die." Yeah. And Moses said unto the people, "Fear not." <laughs> funny right yeah fear not for god is come to prove you mm-hmm. that his fear he says fear not yeah so funny fear not that for god has come to prove you that his fear may be before you yeah before your faces that ye sin not mm-hmm. the reason i sin because mm-hmm. i don't fear god mm-hmm. bro the power of god mm-hmm. is supposed to terrify us yeah we're supposed to love we're supposed to, it's it's a it's a balancing act because God, bro, like thunder is terrifying. Yeah. If you like, bro, if you're, if you like stand before true power, yeah, that's no thing to smile in the face yeah. of. Like God is, we serve a see, like if God can just say things, bro, yeah. we can't even quantify with words. Yeah. He opened the literal ocean. Yeah. He's the one that creates a thunder. He's the one that creates the ocean. Like how much more powerful the creator of these forces of nature. So this, like this, 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 the fear of God, like the, really the, the terror, like God, we serve a terrible God. The Bible just describes God as a terrible God, like terrible in the context of, like if you were to see the, the raw power of yeah. God, you'd be terrified. And they, they got a glimpse of that. Yeah. A glimpse. And they were like, we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Lest we die. Mm. And I think we can gather here that, you know, and this is for me, as I'm saying it, like when we are, especially alone and doing, mm what we do on a daily basis, God is watching. Yeah. You know, and the fear of the Lord will keep us from sinning. Mm. That's why it's so important. Mm. Like letting, like acknowledging God, putting him first, letting him have control over us, Mm. you know, not, not our, not our idols. Yeah. Not our graven images. Mm. Like when those control us, we, we give power to them. We give, oh bro, this is good. It's coming back. The Holy Spirit is bringing it back Mm. to me as we speak. When we fear something, we give it permission mm. to mm. control us. We give we we give it the permission to have control over us. Yeah. When we fear God, 
we give God permission. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's a gentleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not going to force his way into your life. Yeah. But when we uh, fear and respect him, we give him permission to have control over us mm-hmm. and for his power to be made manifest yeah. in us. Mm-hmm. So much more different than the worldly idea of power. Yeah. Right? So when we fear the devil, mm-hmm. ooh, we give him permission. Yeah. To control us. Mm. That's why I fear not often, right? Because mm. that, that's, that's the wrong fear. Yeah. That's fear of the devil, yeah. right? Like, that's, why, that's why Moses says their fear not, because their fear wasn't coming from the fear of God. Mm. Their fear was coming from their fear of understanding of the world yeah. and evil. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not supposed to fear death. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not supposed to fear torture mm-hmm. because we give that permission to control us. Yeah. Like as believers, like we're supposed to only fear God, mm-hmm. dude. This is yeah. this is a these are big these are these are wonderful things to meditate on. Yeah, um, and strengthens us to like do hard things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, and and what it helped me with is like, you know, like like you mentioned it too, like relying on our own strength. Yeah, when we realize like, wait, God's like way more powerful than us. <sighs> way more powerful. Like he can. He said he'll work through us, man. If we just like allow, like give every part of ourselves to him. Like he'll this power that this thunderous thing, like he'll he'll work through us and he has the power to overcome sin. Amen. To overcome this lustful spirit that we have in our hearts or, Amen. or any of these idols that we have in our minds. He has the power to, to break those chains. Amen. Amen. Yeah, bro, the Holy Spirit's in our conversation. He's bringing things back, mm-hmm. bringing things to us. But as we go, it's like, it, like, it doesn't make sense to choose anything apart from his power. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because we're like, we're robbing ourselves of this great privilege. Yeah. I like you see, you brought, we hurt, we, the reason we hurt him mm-hmm. is not because we're physically hurting him. Yeah. He loves us. Yeah. He loves us. And because he loves us, he doesn't want us to hurt ourselves. Yeah. yeah. The reason why God can't just let us do whatever we want mm-hmm. is because our choices don't only really affect us. Yeah. They affect everybody, and they affect other people. We, he, we, it affects his creation, which mm-hmm. he loves. Mm-hmm. It affects his everything he creates and other people, which yeah. he loves. So he has to, he has to stop, mm-hmm. right? This, so it hurts. It does. It does hurt him. Yeah. Right. So much so, he had to give up his son yeah. to fix it. Yeah. And something that comes to mind now is like so regarding God's grace. Yeah. Because often there's just, you know I'll say in like the Book of Romans, right? Like should we. Because, oh, does God's grace allows us to sin more? No. It, mm. I mean, so just kind of like a fast track it. Like, so God's grace, you know, it frees us from the penalties of our sins from for the next life. That means we're, we're saved. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have a new life after this one. But God's grace doesn't protect us from this, the effect that sins have on our lives. Mm. Like, if we sin right now, like, it's going to affect our minds. Oh, it's going to affect our hearts. It might not you know, affect our salvation. Like mm. God will forgive us for, you know, as, you know, as long Mercy. as we abide in him, but we'll still suffer the consequences of whatever sins that we have done mm. or that we're doing right now. Like God's mm. justice cannot be mocked in this way. Wow. Like your sin is going to affect your mind. It's going to affect all your family. Like the wow. sins that you do, like you'll still be, you'll, you'll still be saved because of, you know, your faith in Christ. But like, why do you want to suffer unnecessarily? By like breaking these commandments and sinning. Whatever we bound in heaven, on earth shall be bound in, he- in heaven. That's like one verse I read today. Mm-hmm. But uh, more, more specific to what you're talking yeah. about. Whatever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. Yeah. 
because God is God is just, mm. he wouldn't allow this system to operate without the process of reaping and sowing. Yeah. I like how you put it, bro. Like, yes, his mercy is there to yeah. cover that yeah. foolishness. Yeah. But our choices mean something. Yeah. And like he he prevents us from disaster, but like there's still like David, his mercy, like David murdered one man. Yeah. It cost him three children. Yeah. Like God, God, God's he was merciful unto yeah, him, yeah. but there was a there's a consequence yeah. to that. So it's like, um, yeah, bro, we shouldn't we shouldn't take God's grace lightly because yeah. it doesn't it's gonna cause a lot of pain. Yeah, um, cause so much pain, mm. so much pain. Mm. Well, yeah, we're in we're five in. Okay, uh, we're five <laughs> in. Um, I love it though. I, yeah. I, I love I love the way Lord is leading. Yeah. But the commandments get a lot shorter. Yeah, so. You know, we see this duality in the fifth commandment here. So put God first. Don't compare him. Mm. Honor his name. Honor him with your time in your life. Honor your first interaction with him. Honor your parents. Mm. Honor yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful commandments. Yeah. Like, makes sense. Um, don't rob yourself of that. Yeah. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not kill. Mm. Number six. Oh, this is... Four words. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not kill. So much, so much is there. Mm. Brother Marjan can speak to this more, more on detail, mm. but um, you know the first thing that, that I often think when this commandment, you know, back to the idea of you're robbing yourself. Like yeah. I've I've heard this, and you can touch on it if you want, bro. But people who take life, mm. innocent life, murder, mm. um, you know the the the, the picture is painted of you know it's hard to sleep with that one, yeah, and it's like a, a weight, a mm. guilt, like. Taking of life is no small thing. Yeah, we've just seen like the honoring of life in number five. So it's like life is sacred, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like this commandment is also duality. But when we kill, mm-hmm. we kill a part of ourselves. Yeah, right. We're really killing a part of ourselves. Um, and another way to to really turn this commandment on its head, it's like honor life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I used to serve in the military. And I've known people that, like, they, they killed people. And you could just, like, you could tell. Like, mm. it's it's so weird. You, you just, I mean, they're, mm. they're fine. But you could tell, like, you know, their soul is just, like, something about their soul is, like, this was even before, like, I was moving in Christ. Mm. I could just, like, see in their eyes. It's like, wow, like, this person has, you know, done stuff. Like, they've, they've hurt people. And I was also, like, I was reading a book, too. It was called, um... I think it was on killing or on combat. And it said something along the lines of, you know, when people are in war, they're actually, most people, they will not shoot at people. They'll shoot like above them, like wow. in the area, but they will not like shoot directly at them. And it's like, like most people are like this. Like they won't, yeah. like their first instinct is like they can't kill people. That's wow. just, it's, it's not a thing. Even like, you know, with, with the with the Romans, they had to create like the the Roman phalanx where everybody's like there, hmm. like you know, like they're lined up with spears, because there's plausible deniability that oh I didn't do this. Oh wow! Like I, I wasn't the one that killed them, and it's a very heavy thing to to keep in your heart that oh you took somebody's life because it's like it's it has to do with your soul. It's like humans are not made to kill mm. other humans. That's, no, no. That's just you know we're made to cooperate. We're made to like strengthen each other and compete in that way, but we're not meant to like take each other's life. 
or might or meant to work together as uni- a unit. Yeah. And killing another human being is like it goes against that natural like, so it, it ruins you. You know, it's like it does. It destroys you. It's like it does. It does Oof. not. Go back on that, bro. Destroys. It destroys you. Yeah. Is that more or less power? Oh, well, that's less power. <laughs> less power, because you're just. Yeah. And yeah, it's like. Mercy. Yeah, mercy, mercy on those. Bro. Mercy, bro. Um, this one, this one can get complex too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, you know, freedom is not free. Yeah. You know, especially in this broken world. You yeah. know, I became a U.S. citizen like four weeks ago. Yeah. Love this nation. Love the mm-hmm. freedoms that we have to talk about these things. I don't know if you want to fix your laptop, but um, are you good? Yeah. Um, so you know, because of the com- because of the complexity of this sinful world, mm. you know, even God orders people to kill. Yeah. Right. So like, why would God? You know, these are these these can be difficult questions, but yeah. not not things that can't be come to in a clarity and you know wrestle with God with these things. But mm. um, we. We know that God did not intend for the world yeah. to be as this way. Yeah. You know, and when he made life. Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is too, like, you know, the old world was a, a bit more different mm. than this new world because before Christ, blood had to be shed, mm. um, you know, killing people that worshiped other gods. But after Christ, um, he, that was the last blood that needed to be shed. Mm. Um, when Christ gave his blood, you know, that mm. was the last drop of blood that needed to be shed after that. There was, there was no point because mm. God paid the ultimate price for wow. the thing. So Perfect, the yeah. killing doesn't need to happen anymore because the person that needed to be killed was already, like Christ was already killed. Yeah, there's hope for those. There's yeah. hope for those who 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 desire to mm-hmm. to to. Yeah, Amen. I never thought of it that mm-hmm. way, but yeah, um, yeah. What when we when we dishonor life, we dishonor our own lives. Yeah. You know, when we honor life. We honor our lives and not to get into the whole abortion thing either. But you know <laughs> bleep that out. The honor the honoring of life. Honoring of life, yeah. you know, we only dishonor ourselves and each yeah. other when we dishonor life. Life is sacred. Yeah, it is. Um, it's holy. Not something to be taken lightly. So yeah. it's like and it's a reflection of ourselves when we dishonor life. Like it is, yeah. Because when I was in the military, like a hundred percent, like I I was not like the same person, but I knew mm. that if the, the time came, I had the capacity to take another, that was take another life. That was just yeah. like, you know, the mentality that I had yeah. and the mentality that a lot of people around me had too. And it was just like, we could tell we're in like this really dark place, like in yeah. our hearts to be able to see life like that. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, well, that, that is like a really, ooh, that is a, not a good place to be in like mentally. And your heart is just, you, you don't, you don't see people. Mm. Like as as people, you see people like maybe like certain people as potential enemies, wow, and stuff like that. That's what gives you the ability or the the thought process to be able to perform those kind of things. Is when you see people that are not as people, but as like evil or hmm. like you could even like here's an anal- analogy. Like if I th- okay, this is one of my things that I think is going to happen. Yeah. Like, during the end times, you know, you know, people are going to use like the word like roaches to describe Christians or something like mm. that because mm. we're just we keep multiplying mm. and we just need to crush all these roaches. Wow. And it's a way to demonize people to make them not human because wow. we have the ability to, you know, take the lives of other species, but taking humans is like an extremely difficult task for, for any normal 
person. So if you put a label of, oh, they're like roaches, they're not human, then it's like the ability to take somebody else's life is like, oh, I'm not taking a human's life. I'm taking a bug's life or something. I'm just crushing like a roach. Kind yeah. Of thing. And it, it distorts the truth because those mm. are people, you know, babies are people. Amen. <laughs> so, not yeah. to get into the, we, we can't say it. And, but you know, the A thing, you know, that <laughs> <laughs> we'll get flagged if we, we talk about it. But. I think a diligent study of the commandments can bring to one's understanding of what is true on the matter. Yeah. But um, <laughs> when we when we when we think about the honoring of life, we mm-hmm. see the first interaction with life is yeah. our parents honor life. You know, a re, a re, a re, the stir step of it all. You know, life is honor God yeah. through honoring life. You know, yeah. it, all it's go all the honor goes back to God. Yeah. All the worship, all the attention, mm-hmm. putting Him first. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um. So, the next stair step, mm. we see God saying, in five words here, thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm. Uh, mercy. Mercy. Um, adultery. You know, Christ says, you're good, bro. Christ says, if you just so look at a woman mm-hmm. in with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. So, I mean that's a little scary. He also yeah, he also yeah. says if you hate your brother you've murdered him. Murdered him. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I mean, not crazy, but it's crazy in the context of you know that's how it starts yeah. in the in the mind and the heart. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to power, oh well. Did, did we did we conclude how killing makes us powerful? We did right. Like we rob yeah. we we rob ourselves. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Just make sure. Yeah. So okay, adultery like. My mentor put it this way, like, you know, there's no faster way Mm. of cutting your power in half, literally, in this time than adultery, Mm. pretty much. Like, get a divorce. (laughs) Oh, Dude, like... I've known people, like, oh, that's messy. It it is not something that increases your power. Talk to Bezos. Mm. I mean, he got it back. (laughs) You know, Gates, these guys are big, but they got, like, that's a lot of power to just... I mean, on a wealth level, but even beyond the wealth. Emotional, too. Emotional, reputation... Sexual, like, you know, your bond. Yeah. When you become one with somebody, yeah. you know, that's not a small thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this commandment is the one that, you know, in today's time is producing a lot of the lavishness we see yeah. and is also within the, within, the, within the walls of Sodom and Gomorrah just replicating mm-hmm. in this time. Mm-hmm. We yeah. see the, the disregard for sex. Yeah. Um, it's, sexual it's, revolution, you know, just sexual a, freedom. Just an act. There's no honor for sex. Yeah. This this commandment is saying honor sex. Mm-hmm. Honor the process that creates sex. Yeah. You're honoring life itself. Yeah. We're just honoring God, mm-hmm. right? He who gave us life, who who made us. Yeah. We see honor parents who gave us life, honor life, honor the process that makes life. Mm. Oh, man, you know, don't dishonor don't dishonor your body. Yeah. Christ says, he who commits adultery is a fool. Mm-hmm. You you destroy yourself. And mm-hmm. Proverbs puts it so beautifully. And, you know, so so beautifully. Um, he who commits adultery, you know, just, it literally says he destroys himself. Yeah. And I'll read it for us in Proverbs 7. I really thought about it for a while. Um Avoid disaster. 
Proverbs seven, Proverbs six, sorry, Proverbs six thirty two. But whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. This is what we're doing, guys. We're we're, we're receiving understanding mm-hmm. because yeah, people and somebody said as we went in the commandments, like this is really making it come alive because yeah. we say do these things, but we don't understand why. Yeah, knowing why helps. Mm-hmm. That's why we meditate. Lacketh understanding, he that he that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. Yeah, this is like literally what the he that doeth it destroyeth destroyeth his own soul. When you destroy your soul, are you increasing or decreasing, decreasing in power? You're, de- you're decreasing your power. <laughs> like, like, so, funny story. So, I, I knew this guy. Um, I used to work with him. This guy. Claimed, and I believe he did so. Like he slept with over like a hundred women. But <laughs> the thing, the first time I met him, yeah, I knew that I was like, this guy's soul is like cut off. Or, mm. Like I just could see in his eyes. I could see like, again, I wasn't in Christ at this yeah. point. But even as a person that wasn't like in Christ, I could see like, ooh, like his soul is like ripped apart. Like it's just yeah. spread Mercy. out. Mercy. And I'm just, and again, it'd be a common theme when I would like meet people and be like, something off is about this guy. He's just like. Mm. His soul is again. His soul is destroyed. That's like the thoughts that came to mind. Wow. Like, this was before Christ too. Like this guy's soul is just whacked, and yeah. he has like no life in him. Wow. And it's just like then I come to find out. Oh, these people, you know, they're they go out, you know, being promiscuous, and I'm just like mm. that makes so much sense. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you know, like in my head, I'm like wanting to be that way too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like I already see mm. the fruit of what other people how the bad fruit that is produced from people that wow. I know when they partake in those. And I'm here being like, you know, I wish I could be like that. But, you know, I thank God that, mm. you know, God protected me from a lot of those scenarios. Amen. Um, even though like I was a bit promiscuous, like before Christ yeah. um, did partake in those things, but like he prevented a lot of like disasters. Amen. And mm. I could see now like what God was protecting me like a lot mm. throughout that. And, Maybe because he had something special in mind for me, or he wanted he had work in me that he needed to do. Hmm. But I'm just like, I'm just like grateful. Like okay, like I'm now I'm like okay, I'm glad that I don't have to want to experience that, you know, because yeah. that's not where it's at. Amen. Um, so much truth in what you said, bro. Um, you know, Christ says, "You shall know the truth, hmm. and the truth shall set you free." I laughed when you mentioned the hundred women because hmm. of you know we've been conditioned yeah. growing up that it's cool. Yeah. To lose your virginity. That yeah. it's cool to give yourself to women, especially as men. Yeah. And then we, we shame women. Like, we don't want to marry your girl that has a yeah. hundred dudes yeah. running through her, but we want to yeah. walk up with a hundred girls yeah. on her. You know, it's, it's kind of hypocrisy, but yeah. um, we lose power mm-hmm. when we give what we can never get back to somebody. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think... You know, as I say these things, there's there's grace and mercy for those who have walked um, a contrary path. Yeah. But to encourage those who are who are fighting the battle. Yeah. You know, when you, the value of a thing is determined by its multitude. Mm-hmm. You know, gold is valuable because there's only a limited amount on the yeah. earth. So is real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, money's fake. You can yeah. print it. Yeah. Like real sure. real wealth, it's like you can't. Like time is really the most valuable thing because yeah. you literally can't sell it mm-hmm. you can only spend it yeah right once you give your virginity away you, you can't get it back 
Yeah, that's your soul. You're giving parts of your soul. Parts of your soul. You you can't like you're giving something to somebody that you can never get back. And there's nothing. There's few things as sacred as giving something that can only be given once to yeah. one person. Yeah. So like, encur- be encouraged. Like those who have been lied to, mm-hmm. that it's like this. You're not. It's not a small thing. And for those who have given it, you know, the mercy of God can restore and can recreate. Yeah. And there's there's hope. There's hope in Christ. Mercy unto thousands. Come mm-hmm. on. So we know that. But be encouraged, those who are fighting. Yeah. That the lie that you giving it away is what's necessary. It's literally the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's literally the opposite. Yeah. It's sacred. Yeah. Sacred. Sex is sacred. Um when we become one with something, demon, yeah. demons are exchanged, literal yeah. spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not something to be taken lightly. And I think even as we look at look at the issues today with pornography, you know, um, you know, I'm, I strongly believe that you know, through my own journey, you know, I was attacked demonically mm-hmm. when I was going through my depression, and a, a lot of the demons I picked up were through porn. You know, I, I would watch things that would give permission mm-hmm. yeah. and control and power mm. over my life. Mm. I'd give it opportunity to enter into my mind and my life. And you know, the sad thing is, even since that deliverance mm-hmm. and that, that, that rest- restoration and that, you know, truth, I, I've stumbled into my destruction, mm-hmm. the thing that destroyeth me. But I know that the mercy of God is the only reason I can stand. Yeah. You know, and I walk in that confidently. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not made, I'm not qualified because of my actions. Mm-hmm. I was never qualified. Yeah. So I rebuke the devil there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, we live in a culture where sex is no longer a sacred thing. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a thing. And nor so sex between two people. Yeah. Ooh. You know, it's like sex between anything and everything yeah. with mm-hmm. at every, in, in every capacity. Mm-hmm. God has to destroy that because yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's against life. Mm-hmm. It's against holiness. It's mm-hmm. against righteousness. It's against li- sustenance of existence. Yeah, you know, um, it's against God. Yeah, and and the crazy thing is, like before Christ, mm. like when I would hear about stuff like that, yeah, I'd be like, oh, you know, like it's free. You know, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, you know, it's their freedom. It's their sexuality. But now that I, I walk closer to God and have more like actual love in my heart, I'm just like, mm. those things like, they feel like awful. Like they're, they're wow. just disgust me. It's just like when wow. I hear, it's like, that hurts my soul. Just like Mercy. thinking about it. And to imagine that I was once at a point where I like that thing didn't phase me or that thing actually excited me. It's just like, that's evil. Like when, yeah. and you don't know that you're like, what you have is evil until you know the Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, Christ says the, or Paul says the, the lusts of the flesh are these things. Like the, the, our, the these issues come from inside of us. Mm-hmm. Like our hearts are deceitful. Yeah. Like you know, the wickedness inside of us desire these sexual, yeah. you know, inner in, uh, maladies or these sexual impurities, yeah. right? Like so, we need a new heart, new yeah. mind, new restoration because these things come from the inside. That's why yeah. we are born in sin. Yeah, but um. The commandments give us the information we need to redirect our thoughts. Yeah. To realize that, you know, we're not honoring ourselves. We're dishonoring ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're robbing from ourselves power. We're, ro- we're, ro- we're robbing from ourselves the ability to keep 
to give the gift of love to, yeah. to you know, to, to who, who deserve it, who's deserving of it, our yeah. spouse. You know, we're robbing God of, you know, the life. Mm-hmm. Like we're robbing, we're robbing, robbing the life God has given us and so much more. It goes really deep, mm-hmm. but um, it doesn't make sense to steal from yourself. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Love yourself. You're not loving yourself, nor are you loving another person. Yeah. When you engage in these types of things, you're, you're, you're doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's number seven. Yeah. Was that seven or was, was that six? That was number six. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, we got almost two hours in, or more than two hours in already. Okay, we're we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. Okay, I mean, I'm happy we're. Go- I, I never, I, you know, I, I prayed for opportunity to go this deep, but I never yeah. knew I had the, the time or the space. Yeah, because a sermon wouldn't last this long. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I would need some dialogue. But yeah, thou shalt not commit adultery. Ooh, this one is so so good. This one's good. Mm-hmm. Number. Seven, thou shall not steal. I just think it's interesting how all of them are structured as thou shall not. Yeah, I think it's a good exercise. Say, you know, to restructure the commandments. Yeah, you know, honor life is thou shall not kill. Mm. Honor sex is thou shall not commit adultery. Mm. You know, honor your ability to earn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think about this one. Yeah. When we, when we steal, we rob from ourselves the yeah. ability to earn. Yeah. When I cheat, if I cheat on a test, I steal from myself the ability to say I earned that. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. You know, I lose. I lose the opportunity to say that. Yeah. Don't steal from yourself. Yeah. And like when we earn something, right. There's something to be proud of about that. Like when we yeah. when we work for something and, and, and gain it per our efforts, um, it's not a small thing. And then that's like the personal side, but honor other people's things. Yeah, you know, like you want your things to be honored, you want your possessions to be respected. It's like it, it, like this this the, we can't function in a world. We can't function in a world where people don't respect people's yeah. things because it will lead to murder. Yeah, <laughs> and adultery. Yeah, like. That's a man's wife. Mm-hmm. Don't like. Don't steal life. Don't steal sex. Mm. From you know, like it, it ties in. Mm. So honor other people's things. Yeah. Honor your ability to earn. Mm. Um, the way I had, I wrote all these paraphrases here. Don't rob yourself of the ability to earn, and honor others' possessions. That's the way I put it here. Um, Yeah, I think in my life I've had moments, especially in high school, where you know I would, I'd have homework to do, mm. and I would, you know, just you know use a classmates or something like that. And looking back, you know, I, I, I was robbing myself. Mm. Um, I mean, school gets hard and like things get stupid and people give you like you get work, but still like you're you're not helping yourself. Mm. You, yeah, you're getting by, but. There's a there's a power mm. that comes from being able to know you can do something. Yeah. And to being able to know that that can't be taken away from you. Mm. Right? Um <laughs>
Yeah. It makes us more powerful mm-hmm. when we when we earn when we get things the right way. Yeah. Cause like if a man is given a million dollars, that's a problem. If a man steals a million dollars, it's more of a problem. One yeah. Like if he loses it, what? Do you, how is he gonna get it back? He steal it again, mm. right? But if you earned it, you're not afraid to lose it. Yeah. You know, when you steal something, you're in constant fear of what you've stolen will be taken from you. Mm. There's no power, of freedom in that. There's no freedom in theft. Yeah, it's a lot of fear. Yeah, fear. Remember, fear is the enemy here. The wrong type of fear. Mm. So it's like, you know, and the Bible also says the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. You know, so these aren't things of God to to steal. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't, and you don't have to steal eternal life either. That's freely given. Freely given. Amen. You can just believe. Yeah, believe. Oh, you know, God, God kind of, kind of showed me the, the power of belief. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, but just not to go, go try, but belief is so powerful. Like, the fact that we can be saved mm. by belief is not to underscore how easy it is to be saved, but how powerful belief is. Yeah. Belief really is the most powerful substance mm. in the universe to an extent. Like, mm. all things are possible to those who believe mm. because you lack faith. Mm. Christ himself was not able to do miracles in his hometown yeah. because people didn't believe in him. Mm. How much more can we expect to do great things if we don't want to believe in God or yeah. believe in ourselves? Yeah. Like, belief... You know, and the, the misbelief is often rooted in fear. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting as you mentioned belief. Yeah, so belief is free. You don't have to steal it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, number nine? Yeah. Oh, what kind of... A oh, little bit crunch on... So okay. We'll fast track the... Okay, no worries. I, I, didn't, I, I thought you said three hours. It's all good. It's almost... Okay. Almost at three hours. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a, long, it's a long thing. Okay. <laughs> Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. It's also really uh, good. Don't lie. The truth. So we see other people saying they're sacred, you know, earn what you have. So the truth is sacred, right? So when we, when we, um, when we dishonor the truth, we dishonor our word, mm. right? Our word is our bond and our, our word is, when we dishonor our word, we dishonor, you know, ourselves. Yeah. Right. So, and this goes like to bearing false witness against other people. Right. So, you know, like when, like a lie, a lie is what brought upon the destruction of men. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the lie that do, like the destruction of all mankind began with a question of a lie. It's mm-hmm. like, did God really say that you would surely die? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, you know. It's deception and it's subtle. Yeah. So when we bear false witness, when we lie um, against thy neighbor, uh, we're dishonoring the truth and we're dishonoring ourselves. Yeah. You know, honor the truth. Yeah. Honor life, honor sex, honor your ability to earn in other people's things, honor the truth. Mm. Because lies, you know, the the truth will set you free and yeah. the lie is the reason why we have... A lot of problems. All right. Yeah. Uh, last one? Uh, I mean, I want to talk about the... All right, go ahead. Because yeah. when I was in the military, yeah. um, one thing that was 
really cool about at least myself is I always had good integrity. Like, and, and people knew that. Like, people knew that, like, I, I would never lie. But I would, like, you know, like, yeah, like, I would, even if I had to, like, get away with something, like, I wouldn't lie about it. I might not, like, mention something, but that was something that I always, like, I couldn't do. Like, I couldn't, like, really lie and stuff like that. And, and a lot of people notice that. Um, and the thing is, when like, people do notice, like, if you're trustworthy or you have integrity, like, they, they'll feel it. Like, it's subconscious. They'll know, it's like, this person's sketchy, this person's not. But, like, for the most part, like, I never got in trouble. If Even if I did get in trouble for something, because... The military you get in trouble for little things. Like I never got like severely punished, mm. just because like they trusted like they people trusted me. They trusted my word. They knew that like I won't lie to them over at least like the big things, you know, mm. stuff like that. And I just wanted to say that. No, that's yeah. great. Um, how do you think it's related to power, and how do you think they're connected to the rest? Oh, um, it gave me the freedom. From like the shame, like from like fear of like mm. the punishment. Because even like when I was in being interviewed by the detective, I told the truth. I didn't lie to them. I told them that like, hey, like I did this and that. And guess what? Like I was freed. Like when I was in jail. Mm. Like and it, it, you know it, when we when when we tell a lie, like we're dishonoring you know God's you know, because God is you know the truth. We're like, we're relying on like the fear of that punishment and or whatever, or fear of getting figured out, mm. and it takes away from us. Yeah. Anything is connected to any of the others? Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, which one? I mean, all of them. <laughs> I mean, the belief the, the belief yeah. that putting anything else first in your life can give you more power. Yeah. Make your life better. Mm. The belief that breaking God's commandments, like you know, can actually benefit you yeah um, a lot you know yeah. like the belief that that just having sex with anything and everything mm-hmm. can yeah. make you happy yeah the belief that i just honor your parents is okay mm-hmm. if they yeah. are you oh that's a big thing today too because um like they're empowering kids more i guess to like hey if you want to be be a different gender you don't have to tell your parents like yeah. all that kind of stuff and, yeah thinking the brights from the parents all that yeah. so i mean it's all it's it's connected to every single one of them. Yeah. Belief about the Sabbath, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that you can, you can. You're the source of your strength, mm-hmm. and God, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, it's all about you. You know your self strength. You know, kind of thing. So it's connected to all of them, really. Um, all right, number ten. Ten, yeah. You know, this this is a uh, this one's heavy because it yeah. goes into all of them. Kind of wraps it all up. So, mm-hmm. thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox or his ass, or anything that is in that is thy neighbor's. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to covet? <laughs> to desire, yeah, something that is not yours. Exactly. So, when we desire something that is not ours, coveting goes even deeper. It's like we'll do anything to get it, almost mm-hmm. right. So, covetousness leads to dishonor. Yeah. It leads to murder. Right, it leads to adultery, it leads to stealing, right? And that doing those things, you put God second. Yeah. You make those things mm-hmm. images, idols. Mm-hmm. Like all these things can be. And you're stealing from another person. Yeah. You know, you're dishonoring, dishonoring God's name. Yeah. 
you you're probably doing it on the Sabbath. <laughs> you know, it's with your time, you're showing your time. Yeah. So it's like covetousness is like covetousness is often was what actually led to the devil's fall. Yeah. Like he coveted God's power. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be God. So that covetousness resulted in pride mm. and he became casted out of heaven, yeah. you know, because of that. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's the perfect way to end this, this, these great 10 mm. immutable, irrefutable, yeah. immovable laws yeah. that establish life itself. Mm. Um, the perfect instrument to seek to, the perfect recipe to life. Yeah. Um, you know, we have man, we have house, property, mm. possessions. We have wife, sex. Mm. You know, you know, possessions like os acts. Like that's like cow and it could be car, anything like yeah. any, anything that people Their could house, have. You know, anything. Yeah. You know, people's cars, people's education, people's mm. possessions, anything. You know, yeah. um, and it robs us of power because, you know, when we take the attention on like off of what we can earn mm-hmm. and try like what people have, like we don't appreciate what we have. Yeah. Um, nor do we, nor are we able to, to truly like love other people. Mm-hmm. Cause like if, if I'm jealous of you, I, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to, to be happy for you when yeah. you, when, when things happen. It's like, you know, so this is, it goes even deeper into how we love people. It's like, yeah. you know, cause these last six, it's all about loving people. So mm-hmm. love people by honoring, yeah. you know, your parents, life, sex, do what they have. Yeah. And like, you know, going deeper into what they have, it's like everything that comes into their gates, like, mm. you know, not desiring what is not yours, Yeah, you know, because it leads to all those hor- horrible things. Yeah. So this is how we love people. Yeah. So love your, love God and love people is, mm. um, is how this, this goes. And just to really tie everything all in the, the horrible story, uh, but also beautiful because it gives us hope of David and Bathsheba, right? Mm. He put God second yeah. by making sex his God, mm-hmm. by taking his name in vain, being the king. Um, I don't know what day he did it on, but mm-hmm. he dishonored his time. Um, dishonor his parents because, yeah. you know, that doesn't bring honor to the family. He took life, innocent life. He pretty much raped her almost. Yeah. Um, he took, he stole somebody's mm-hmm. life. Um, he lied, mm-hmm. and then it began. Covetousness is where it kind of began, and it's how yeah. like he saw yeah. her bathing, and he like, yeah. I want that. Mm-hmm. That's not mine, mm-hmm. you know. So, the devil really got him. But yeah. we've all broken all of these. So, yeah. if there's hope for David, mm-hmm. who is called a man after God's own heart, mm-hmm. who the, the line of Christ has been built around, mm-hmm. there's hope for us. Yeah. Um, God's mercy will sustain. Mm. Amen. Right. So those are the Ten Commandments. <laughs> kind of fast track the end because like we are a little bit short on time. I mean, we took a lot of time. We, we, we did. Give, we that did. was almost almost hitting three hours, honestly. Yeah. But um, <laughs> last question though. So, what is the greatest commandment? As Jesus said, they they go alike. Mm-hmm. You know, to love thy neighbor as thyself, mm-hmm. and to well. To love the God, love, love God with all your heart, yeah. your soul, your mind, your strength, and the second commandment is just like it: to love your neighbor as yourself. That is Matthew twenty two thirty seven, by the way. Amen. But all right, um, I think we're wrapping. Up, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Um, 
We'd also like to give credit to um, Dr. White, Dr. Dr. Ricardo White. Yeah, he birthed this these these this idea of ten laws of power. So, right. yeah, go uh, subscribe to him or go yeah. go watch him. What was that website again? MastermindInstitute.com. Mastermind okay. Institute. Yeah, All so right. you can you can check out his his uh his information. There. I had notes on here, but it's probably oh quick verse. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Mm. But of power, power, okay, and love and a sound mm. mind of power. He's he's given us a spirit of power. Mm. Remember that all throughout the Bible. So look yeah. for that when you read. Yeah, anyway. and it's, it's different than the world's power, by the way. Yeah, power they're... that comes from love, freedom from sin. Amen. Uh, breaks breaks the world's ideas of powers. But um, before we leave, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and close this in prayer. Please do, bro. So, Father God, I just want to thank you for this wonderful podcast for this wonderful guest justin lord and i just pray that these 10 commandments that um they just they st- stick with us lord and there are things that we meditate on and overall i just pray that we focused also on christ for he is the fulfillment of the law he is the fulfillment of these commandments and that we allow you know that this commandment to love god with all our heart with everything that we have and to love others with everything that we have i pray that it's you know it stays with us and it's something that we focus on every single moment lord and i just pray also for those who are listening to this podcast who are watching this video i pray that they they're just empowered by this message that they take home um, these truths and that they can you know make changes in their lives or, or actually that you that they allow you to make changes in their lives lord so that they can be free from sin that they have the, the capacity to overcome evil. They have the capacity to overcome all these bondages and these chains that are preve- preventing them from fully uh, living according to your will, Lord. And I just pray that we are we remain strong representatives of you, that we honor your name, that we other, honor our parents' names, and that we honor our Amen. bodies. Amen. And that we also respect others in this way, Lord. And allow us to do these things not only through our physical actions, but also our internal thoughts and our emotions towards others and how we feel in our hearts towards others, Lord. Let us be pure. Let us, you know, follow your commandments inside as well as outside, Lord. And I just want to thank you, give you all the glory. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. 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 And one last thing. Yeah. Ten toes, ten fingers, ten commandments. Okay. Yeah. So God made it ten for a reason. Oh. Wow. God, God made it ten for a reason. Wow. Easy, easy to remember. Just look wow. down. Wow. Thanks. Look look at your hands. Ten for a reason. The architect uh, right there. Use them to fear God wow. and to keep his commandments. Amazing. Wow. All right. God's everywhere. All right. Thank you, everybody.